This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. Welcome to live commentary of the Obese President's Elevens game this Saturday, surviving the poor weather, thank goodness. And as a consequence, this is the game we've all been waiting for, of course. The Obese President's Eleven has been confirmed on Twitter. Strong lineup, obviously, Billy McKinley still out. And the right, on the extreme right, of course, Donald Trump is still serving his three-match impeachment suspension. But Hoover will step in with Van Buren slotting into the back three. Taft, of course, is a mainstay at the back. And the youth of Bill Clinton alongside the experienced Buchanan with, of course, John Quincy Adams tucking in just behind. We'll expect lots of adventure from Teddy Roosevelt, number 26. Remember him, of course. But this looks like being a great match for obese presidents. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wrexham. Player. <laughs> I know, I do it all the time and it's always the same. I'm Mark Griffiths. Neil Williams will be with me shortly to bring full live commentary of Wrexham's game at Silver Lake Stadium in Eastleigh, Wrexham. Well, I mean, our home form is perfect. Our away form is under pressure, although, you know, it's, it's good. But it's not perfect, and it's been compared to the home form. And this will be a real test, because Eastleigh have got the best home record in the division after us. So Eastleigh, who had a little bit of a wobble lately, will offer us something of a test. Remember, everyone, you can get in touch on Twitter using the hashtag ASKWXM. I'll go through the teams in just a moment, but first, let's fire up. A few of those. Mark, of course, relocated in Australia, has got a nice uh, Danny McBride gif there of a cannon being fired. He says, cannon fired up yesterday for the royal visit. Uh, nobody could have ever seen that happening at Wrexham. Royal visit? Was I there? Now it's time to blow out the sky eastly. Just outside the playoffs, not an easy game. My prediction, 2-0, Aaron Hayden and Luke Young on the score sheet. Absolutely. Um, that would do me very, very well indeed. Eastley, strange record we've got against them because we've never lost at Eastley and we've rarely lost to Eastley. But when we have lost to them, it's been very painful, not least, what, four seasons, three seasons ago when we lost in the playoffs to them at the race course in controversial circumstances. The game went to extra time. 
Wrexham felt it shouldn't as we scored referee disallowed it for a foul on the goalkeeper which was I think to be fair a 50-50 call I, I could see why he gave it it was a little generous but I could understand it and then we lost 1-0 to an absolutely ludicrous goal from outside the box by Danny Hollands who was a, a very good player but not a player famed for scoring goals who smashed a perfect volley in and our season was over so yeah Eastleigh a team who somehow despite not beating us often managed to do it when it matters that's something that Wrexham will have to fix so let's have a look at the Wrexham and Eastleigh sides for Wrexham well firstly I apologise I thought I'd done the maths correctly and I also heard other people saying it and so I wrote in the club preview that Luke Young was suspended no he isn't Luke Young is not suspended uh, he is playing today um, not playing is our new signing Andy Cannon and just to make it clear to everybody it was never the plan to, to get him playing today he hasn't travelled down um, we managed to get the deal done in time but he's not on the bench uh, he's not gone down too easily uh, Cannon hopefully after training with the players for the first time on Tuesday will be able to line up Oh, sorry, training for the first time with the team on Monday will be able to line up on Tuesday. So that Wrexham side has one change. Tom O'Connor is does come in, but not to replace Young, as he's not suspended after all. Instead, he comes in to replace James Jones. To the Wrexham side, Mark Howard in goal. Jordan Tunnicliffe, Ben Tozer and Aaron Hayden across the back. On the right-hand side, Anthony Ford. On the left-hand side, Callum McFadgen. In midfield, Luke Young, Elliot Lee and Tom O'Connor. And up front, Paul Mullen and Ollie Palmer. The Wrexham substitutes bench, of course, has been strengthened in recent weeks because Wrexham have started to get players back from injury. So there's a, a slightly more robust look to the bench than there, there has been. So we've got Rob Lington, Jacob Mendy, Liam McAlinden, James Jones and Alan Dalby. Uh, so Wrexham have got strength and depth there certainly as for Eastleigh well they have had disappointing form lately after a good start to the season but they are not far off the playoffs they're only a couple of points off and as I said they have the second best home record in the league apart from us but their form's gone weird lately they started off solidly and lately well away form has been grim I mean, away results from the start of October. Draw, draw, both against teams near the bottom. Then a loss, 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 then a loss. They've lost six, uh, well, five away games in, in a row. Beg your pardon. At home, of course, they've been better, although they did suffer their first defeat of the season at their own patch when Notts County beat them in, on, in November. But they won last Saturday against Boreham Wood in slightly strange fashion. So they're sort of winning generally at home and losing away. Um, I guess that's... Uh, <laughs> as we, we talk about having uh, a gulf between our home and away form. Well, that's a, that's a proper gulf, that is. Uh, they line up with Joe McConnell in goal, a keeper who always seems to play well against us. Maybe I'm being bad-minded, maybe they all do. Then across the back, I think they've changed their shape a little. So this could be a diamond, but I'm going to go for it as four at the back with um, Oscar Rutherford at right back now I, I've struggled to find out much about him apart from looking at him play the, the stuff I found about him seems to say he's 16 I'm not sure if that's right or not um, also the other fullback would be Brennan Camp 
in central defence would be Christian Magoma and George Langston. Then in midfield are, yeah, I, say, I think a diamond, but I wouldn't put them on it. Normally they're a 4-3-3. They have Michael Kelly, Charlie Carter, Nigel Atangama and Usayami Sise. And then up front, Ryan Hill supporting Danny Whitehall. Or Hill often plays as a wide player. Their subs bench has had a, a real shake-up. And there's no keeper on there. So it's Vincent Harper, Corey Panther, Jake Hesketh, Tristan Abrams, who scored the only goal and, um, on sat- uh, last Saturday, and Alfie Lloyd. So, Neil's joined me. Good to see you, Neil. And we are facing a tough challenge here I think it's fair to say Eastley with a very strong home record yeah I think we all we always have tussles against Eastley don't we they're mm. a big physical side normally and they, they normally boss us about so hopefully there's a strong referee on the bench and just listening on the you know in the car that uh, you know they have had some good form at home and East uh, not County the only team who's beat them in the last six at home so it's going to be another tough test for Wrexham away from home. Yeah, exactly. I've got to say, you've the word up my mouth about the referee because the last couple of seasons when we played Eastley, how can I put this mm-hmm. politely? Oh, I won't put it politely. No, same um, as is, Mark. They've, they've not been nice. No. Um, they've been ructions when we played Eastley. And I, my personal opinion, look, a lot of you are watching on the stream and listening to us, you draw your own conclusions, but I feel that more than any other team at our level, they look to mob the ref. They really go for referees. And the um, first game of the season here, of course, was a, a very scrappy affair. They managed to score and then parked the bus and luckily Elliot Lee came on and scored goals but there was a lot of anger about their their cynicism and time wasting and I remember saying that at the time I got the feeling that at half time the referee started to cotton on that they were trying to play him for a fool and he got a lot stricter on them in the second half and really once we'd gone ahead there still should have been an absolute age of time added on for all their time wasting but of course ironically they would have benefited from that that time added on and the referee didn't add much on and I really thought that was the ref saying you know what you've wasted that time um, so unlucky you're going to have to suffer the consequences yeah too true I mean, <coughs> but every game we seem to play against Easy, they're always rough and tough with us see pushes about mm. uh, and say the ref has got to be very strong from the start of this game um, was it last season or two seasons ago where he gave a penalty against us for oh gosh any other player sent off or well that last season was the game no no background the season before I think of last season um, the season before there were lots of ructions at the race course and at Eastleigh yeah. um, because basically Eastleigh uh, the, the game there was well, hugely controversial because we were winning and in control of the game, but we got we conceded a, a, the most ludicrous penalty decision I yeah. think I've ever seen, mm-hmm. where the ball was dropping on a line and Jeff Horsfield volleyed the ball off the line. The referee gave a penalty because one of the Eastley strikers had ducked his head down to try and head the ball. I mean, <laughs> if you duck your head, it's not high kicking. No. Plus, he was volleying the ball off the line. I, mean, I, I couldn't believe the ref gave it, even if it was dangerous kickings. He didn't make contact with the player. It's an indirect free kick. I mean, it was a remarkable decision. And he then sent Tyler French off on his debut. French being a little na- naive, perhaps, because um, when a, a free kick was given and the Eastleigh players started to mob the Wrexham player, Jordan Davis, who conceded the free kick. French came running in. Like I said, maybe he was a little naive to come charging in, but he didn't really make contact with anybody. He just started shouting at someone, and the ref sent him off. But again, the players were in his ear. 
the the reverse fixture here, we had Fika Kelleher sent off for a second yellow when he didn't make contact with the man, but he dived. It was a very fractious affair. Wrexham were heroic with 10 men and still dominated. Came from behind and equalised, then should have got a penalty when Jamie Record was one-on-one with the keeper and was fouled, and the ref didn't give it. And the game ended, well, not quite ended, but there was a huge brawl with Dean Keats sent off between the two benches and some of the Eastleigh players. I was watching all the Wrexham players scampering down the seats to try and get involved with all the substitutes. Um, and last Saturday... They had a strange 1-0 home win against Boreham Wood in the sense that there were two big incidents, both of which saw, wait for it, the Eastleigh players mobbing the referee. Um, One of them was, uh, to be fair, I think in both cases, Boreham Wood were the guilty parties in terms of the decisions. Uh, There was a foul on the edge of the area, free kick given. The Eastleigh players were mobbing the ref because they thought it was in the box. To be fair, having looked at it, I think they're right. But still, it didn't. It looks a bit ugly. Like I said, it's following the pattern. And then, the only goal of the game and the instant that turned the match involved our old Wrexham defender Jamal Fifield, who, I mean, it was daft. Cross comes in, goalkeeper catches it, no problem. Fifield collides with Danny Whitehall, Eastleigh's big target man. They both go down. When Fifield gets up, Whitehall um, gets up and sort of like starts. I grab an old of him a bit. Fifield turns around and shoves him. The ball's still in play. They're miles off the ball. Linesman sees it. Penalty. Red card for Fifield. And that's the winning goal. Um, stupid I've of Fifield. Not, but I've not seen it at all, but yes, yeah, it's yeah. a strange, strange way to give a penalty. I mean, I mean, stupid, very, very stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and I must say, in Eastley's defence, having painted them as villains, I mean, in both cases, I think, yeah, Bournemouth should have been punished. But um, they certainly didn't waste any time chasing the referee in numbers to point around as well. I mean, we're going to have to, like you said, I 100% agree, I want a strong ref in this game. But, you know, we know know, how many games we've seen here where the majority of the time the referee's not strong and he should be (laughs) stamping his game on from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. First incident, if it's a yellow card offence, it's a yellow card offence. Don't bottle it, ref. Yeah, yeah, that's it, isn't it? You know, like the ref last night against (laughs) in the World Cup. How many many yellow cards did he give? (laughs) So are you are you praising Senor Laoth last I am. night? Yeah, Good. Yeah. I I would too. Yeah, I, I, too. I agree. Yeah, yeah. he there was, was strong. There was too much diving. Yeah. There was too much pushing and shoving, and he was very strong. <laughs> and the, the commentators decided to take against him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, uh, it was an instance. He showed the yellow card during the penalty shootout, didn't Correct, he? Correct. Yes. And so immediately, because they'd taken against him, the commentators were saying. Oh, what on earth is he doing that for? Well, it looked like, although the camera didn't catch it properly, it looked like when Fernandez missed his penalty, a Dutch player, ran, or before he took it, a Dutch player ran out of the centre circle, they're supposed to say, to try and intimidate him and say something, and Di Maria ran across and grabbed him to pull him back, yeah. and there was an altercation. Well, I think the ref's right to take action there. Yeah. Um, still, still, in, still in play, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's, he's got the right to do that. Yeah. Um, and also, um, <laughs> the, the great cliché, of course which we heard from the, I can't remember who the co-commentator was saying um, oh it's not been that type of game I think it was that type of it game was it was a very niggly aggressive yeah. feisty game mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't an easy game to ref that so uh, yeah I agree I didn't see it as, as half as negatively as everyone else seemed to no. oh, I'm glad someone else saw it the way the, I did the referee did his <laughs> job last night yeah. I think he's good he is I've seen him a lot in Spanish football and Champions League but it didn't stop the rest of the players doing exactly the same and getting yeah. the yellow card you know that's it isn't it I mean the Argentinians were going nuts about adding 10 minutes on well that's the referee's prerogative if he feels 
that should be done, then that's that. Mm-hmm. Unlucky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah. Um, <coughs> anyway, there was a question on Ask Rex, and we'll get to it in a moment. Actually, he's talking about players dissenting correct decisions or just dissenting decisions in general, which we'll have a look at in a second. There's already some good Ask Rex and stuff. There's one more thing I do want to mention in the build-ups of this, though, which is the pitch. Now, the pitch, <laughs> obviously, I mean, it is really cold. Really cold. Um, and I looked this morning and the temperature for Eastleigh is around 8 o'clock, was minus 4. And I thought, OK. Pretty much par for the course in the whole country at the moment. Fair comments, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I, I got caught up in a bit of a snowstorm this morning as well. Mm-hmm. But Eastleigh being bullish, saying this game will be on. They've had the covers on since Wednesday evening. They were tweeting before, you know, this morning, there will be no inspection, the pitch is fine. And it is, and don't get me wrong, and hats off to them, they've done really well. But it's, there are frozen sections, there are hard sections, should I say. So uh, the, the pitch might not be the most helpful either. There are, there are, there are bits but that look a bit have dubious. Have we become too soft though, Mark? You remember some of the games Fair comments? At Wrexham, yeah, you know, yeah. on frozen pitches? You know, Mark would be the West Ham game where the you know the pitch was virtually <laughs> covered in snow apart from the lines, you know, and yeah. the game still went on. You know, now it's a bit of frost on the pitch yeah. and they, they call the games off. But uh, are we going to come too soft? Well, the, the proof of the pudding is going to be in the eating, I think, yeah, isn't I it, really? It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can assure you, I, I, I never enjoyed uh, landing headfirst on icy pitches as the teams are just starting to come out now. No. Um, <laughs> they're in their red shirts and white shorts, Eastley in all blue and this really big test for Wrexham and the test of their away form which because I, I don't think it's terrible but is you know compared to a 100% home record is not as good and Notts County well, well I noticed a little debate on Twitter in the middle of the week where some people were talking about Notts County are in better form than us and someone pointed out no they're not they've actually dropped more points than us in the last five games but I guess They've had a couple of eye-catching away wins, like this winning at Eastleigh. Was it 3-1 the win at Eastleigh? I thought it was 2-0. Yeah, I can double-check. I don't know. Yeah, sorry. 2-0, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, to be fair, yeah, they've caught the eye maybe with some of their results. So, in reality, Rex need to match them with their results today, don't they? Um, well, I, I, I want us to win. Yeah, that's what And we, them to lose. Yeah. That's my theory. No, we, we need to match their results at Eastleigh. Wrexham did. Yeah. It's early to go matching oh, stuff. It, it, that's it my is, argument. It is, Again, it is. I would argue... Yeah. Um, but having said that, yeah, it would be great if we were able to actually uh, steal mean, a march. I, I'm still very confident about this. Yeah, but We normally do come away from Eastleigh with at least a point. Never lost there, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, and, and yeah, it always tends to be a battle. It's like Boreham Woods. We've only lost there once. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it always feels Close like games. that's one of our toughest matches. Yeah. So it should be interesting as Luke Young is shaking hands with the referee. And Cissé, the captain of Eastleigh. Yeah, Ask Wrexham has already been buzzing and alive with good stuff. Um, <laughs> with Key Scotty, by the way, uh, because as we have been, you know, doing a lot of pasty, pastry-based stuff mm-hmm. lately, yeah, yeah. mentioning, and he's quite right, and I'm a bit upset with myself for not mentioning. Have we said that the club des- club president Dixon McNeil is from Melton Bowbury? Oh, right. I didn't. No, we have not. You are absolutely right, Roy Cuffin. Uh, says anybody got any home remedies for a poxy head, cold and bad chest? My friend, we've, a, we've all got we've it. All got oh, it, yeah. I've got that. Yeah, yeah. And any lemp sip and uh, yes, <laughs> good cough medicine from the from the pharmacies. Well, I've had and it's worked wonders. <laughs> yes, um, and exotic Belgian beer. 
I would argue. Uh, he also wants to know where Lord Griffiths of Disney was for the world I visit. S- I, saw that, at, I saw that tweet, Mark, yeah. and I thought, I'll ignore it. And I, 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 Well, my wife saw that tweet and she said, yes, precisely. <laughs> where was my invite? <laughs> I just think, like I said, you can't. Um, You're too good. Is that what it is, Mark? You can't. You can't. You can't deflect attention away from these poor chaps. You know they they deserve. You know, to, <laughs> if I turned up, all the talk would be about Disney's Mark Griffiths, wouldn't it? I mean, let's be honest. Possibly. We're Possibly. about to get started now. Gavin France predicts a three-one Wrexham and says bring sunscreen. <laughs> well, actually, there is a bright sun across the pitch. If you. <laughs> But it's not warm. Uh, if you want to sync up the commentary with the stream, then uh, I'll try and say when the ball's hit. And we're off. And Eastley immediately shoved the ball back into their own half. And it's not longed by Magoma. Clearance to the middle of the pitch. And Cissé this time gets a powerful header on Hayden. Gets rid of it. Very low sun, which could trouble the Eastley keeper. It'll go down behind the stand soonish. It's a nice little ground, Eastleys. Never been, but uh, yeah, it looks a nice little ground, yeah. It's uh, throwing to Eastley, left-hand side, and Kelly throws it down the line, gets it back on the halfway line, tries a big switch, that's very hopeful, volleyed away easily by McFadgen, straight, though, back to uh, Eastley, and it's Camp trying to feed it forwards, Wrexham put pressure on the ball, though, and Mullen will force a back pass, Smashed away by the excellent McConnell, definitely one of the best keepers in this level. Wrexham half clear it, and then a rebound falls to Lucan. That's a good ball. Now Wrexham in here. Early ball, looking for Mullen is behind him, but he's still got it. Edge of the area. Tries left foot to Curler, just Ooh. wide. Wow, 62 seconds in. Well, Wrexham are convinced it's a corner. Yeah, I thought the keeper touched to it. I, I wasn't so sure, but having said that, Wrexham were adamant that. McConnell had made what would have been a fabulous save, lunging high to his right. We've got the replay, of course. These streams are quite handy. Mullen stood up his man and then curled it left-footed, and mm, I don't know. It is hard to say, which is why we can't really complain to the ref (laughs) Uh, for not giving a a corner. It was hard to tell. I think he had it covered, didn't he? He did, yeah, he had it covered. But it was just wide, a great effort by Mullen on his left foot. Goal kick taken then by McConnell, and it looked to me like McFadden was pushed in the back, no foul given. Poked forwards towards Whitehall, the target man, and he works it wide. Rutherford with the cross. So it's a dangerous run, deflects into the goal mouth, but luckily for Wrexham, bounces wide. Hill's retrieved it, and now he's taking on Ford, who pulls it back to the edge of the box. Driven shot, goes wide. Again, I th- it was a badly pulled, because my first thought was it got deflected behind for a corner, but... Just a bad pull on that shot. But a uh, moment of danger when that cross got deflected into the goal mouth. Yeah, well wide. So, goal kick taken. Flicked on well by Palmer. Mullins got there again. Like that last week, Mullins starting brightly. Good run by Lee into the box, but a poor ball in by Ford. And it'll bounce through to the keeper. Lee's getting into some advanced positions already. With Tom O'Connor playing, you wonder whether that's... Uh, Maybe Parkson thinking we've got a bit more security in midfield. Although Jones has done a good job this season. You know, he's had, oh, yeah. He's improved dramatically this season. Absolutely. O'Connor is sitting in in front of the back four with Young in the Jones role on the right. It's headed away by O'Connor, put back in. Hayden pumps it over the top and Magoma battling with Palmer. Palmer forces a mistake. Good cover by Camp to get it clear. O'Connor just places the ball down the flank. Palmer on the left side tries to hold it up, wins a throw in. Interesting to see just how um, 
O'Connor does. You know, I'm keen to see him settle and and make him an impact in this team. Yeah, he hasn't had much, you know, team time or first team time. So yeah, it'd be good to see him in the team for a while. There's a huge hoof towards the edge here, brilliantly brought down by Young. That's excellent. Finds Ford of a chance to cross. Racks with a lively start here. He's taking on his man on the goal line, pulls it back. First time crosses ever by Young, headed partly clear, but Palmer tries to knock it back in. It oh. doesn't. McFadden's shot is sliced over. It was half a chance on the edge of the area. Definitely half a chance. Yeah, he just can get his leg round it. Could he? I mean. Should he have tried <laughs> to bring it down because he had a yeah. bit of space in front of him? He had a bit of time in front of him, didn't he? Instead, he volleyed it well over. Uh, yeah, maybe controlling that ball and then hitting it with his right foot would have been far better. Absolutely. Four minutes played, and it's a good start by Wrexham. Uh, I've got to report that Eastleigh's team is different to the one that they put out on Twitter. <laughs> so I might have to... Uh, just find my way through them a little bit as Wrexham head the ball out for a throw on the halfway line. McKeonan is in midfield. He wasn't in the 16 on their team sheet. And notice as well they got some numbers wrong on their own Twitter, which was a little surprising. Um, but, well, Langston's out there. I can see him. Throw in taken. Drops back to Camp, who knocks it down the right-hand side. Poor ball. Throw to Wrexham. Hill's not happy with that. He feels he should have been given a chance to challenge instead it was just thumped away for a throw so looks like McKeonan is playing off the striker in more of a 4-2-3-1 which they sort of convert to they sort of vary between that and a 4-3-3 Wrexham winner back in midfield Palmer just lifts it over the top that's easy for Magoma to head clear nodded forward cleverly by Young now Lee in a bit of space between the lines he's got Ford in space on the right hand side he might try a shot himself he goes wide to Ford Ford now Lee is in support Ford on the goal line on his left foot sweeps in across headed towards goal easy save for the keeper but that's three efforts Wrexham have had in the first five minutes excellent stuff yeah but we've got to convert these chances have we Mark it's, yeah uh, that seems to be, we seem to be creating enough chances but not putting the ball in the back of the net so uh yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, look at how we started last time, yep. where we, we did very well, um, but didn't get the goal when we were on top. So, McConnell hits it long. Mike the ref is, is uh, sending us his comments, and he said that he's the other player in the Wrexham half at kick-off. Stir the rats. They can't trust this Eastleigh team, can you? Shocking. <laughs> Am I doing a good enough job of painting them as villains? It's a bit harsh. Camp with the throw-in again in front of the dugouts, about 15 yards into the Wrexham half, right-hand side, throws down the line, looking for White, all he's dispossessed pretty easily though, and it's cleared by Tunnicliffe, Mullen can't get to that, Magoma goes backwards and Langston will leave it, on the left-hand side, Kelly, popping it backwards, Langston goes with a big diagonal, headed away well by McFadgham, of men either side of him, Young intercepts and he'll go back to Howard, as Will Sudworth was asking how the Royal visit on Ask Wrexham uh, may have affected prep and travel for this game I don't think it did at all as Ford picks her up on the right and cuts inside and is tripped in midfield free kick to Wrexham yeah, I don't think it affected it because we would have gone like mid-afternoon probably anyway and so they came they were here at 10 o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. so yeah I don't think there'd have been anything anything to change our plans there at all uh, just they were just getting Cannon in and saying to him, "Yeah, every Friday, yeah, sort of King comes round, shakes hands with Rob and Ryan, and you know that's what we do every Again, week." It's good for the area, though, isn't it? It's good for the town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the publicity um, is getting. Yeah. 
But certainly, I mean, would would he have come? Would they have come here were it not for our owners? I suspect not. Free kick to Wrexham then, about 35 yards out. Young steps up, pulls a clever one down the right-hand side. He's overhead it, but Lee will get there, in uh, Mullen rather, in lots of time. And he stands up an early cross, headed away by Magoma. Wrexham really on the front foot here. Good work by Young to pop it wide. Mullen has got a man inside, crosses again. That's a good header behind. Kelly had to be on his toes there, lunged at it on the six-yard box and dived to head it behind. Wrexham are really on top of this. Oh, absolutely. So, Wrexham with a chance again to put something meaningful into the box. O'Connor looks at lurks at the far post. Mullen is in the six-yard box too. Young lines up his away swinging corner in front of a sign that says "Ladies" with arrows either side. This ball swung into that six-yard box, headed clear, and Lee tries to pop it back in, but it's thumped away. And McFadden will take this back to Howard. Yeah, a, a sort of sign above the crowd with ladies pointing left and right just to point out where women are available within the grounds as the ball's knocked long. Nice layoff by Lee there. And now Wrexham come forwards again. O'Connor down the side. Looking for Mullen. That's an intelligent pass, but he's not quite got the right weight on it. Mullen does a, makes a good effort to win the corner and thought that he did. But it's a goal kick as he trying to get behind Camp, who was running it behind for the goal kick. And, well, the ref didn't agree that he'd managed it. The spitball idea is saying he's eagerly ready to test the sink capacities, capabilities of the stream with our commentary. Sounds like quite a few people have tried to do that. And also, quite a lot of people have pointed out, as, as spitball idea does, that the new platform had every game going on at nine o'clock yesterday, which I can assure you was not the case. Balls won back by Wrexham. Wrexham in complete control of midfield here. Ford fakes to knock it long, but then goes backwards. And now it's Hayden. He thinks about going long too. Wrexham dropping back into their own half to draw Eastley out and then Ford with a good ball down the line and Palmer turns onto it. He's taken on his man on the right flank, pulls it back. Ford hasn't got much in the box to aim at, but he swings it in, looking for Mullen, headed away by Magoma. Wrexham making all the pace here. Oh, O'Connor's taken out there, surely. Referee's given a throw into Eastley. I mean, for me, uh, Carter went right through the back of of O'Connor but Throwing's wasted anyway McFadgen finds Tunnicliffe who goes down free kick into mid Wrexham in midfield they're already complaining about why you didn't get a free kick up the, up the pitch <laughs> yeah well it was it, it just Carter just ran through the back and wasn't a kabucking but it was a no. it was he was late and he played the man so I'm a little confused by that anyway free kick's taken over to the right hand side Ford good first touch brings him in field 30 yards out holds off his man he's got an option down the line, but he plays a lovely idea into the box. Just didn't quite find Young. He was tracked back really well. Good defensive work by Carter to follow Young, or Eastley would have been in real trouble. Throw into Wrexham. Surely in Toza territory. Yeah, and, but it's Hayden with the ball in his hands for now. He's looking back, and he's going to throw it to Toza. Toza on the right flank. Quite deep. Works it to Young, who says getting a bit of a chance to play a bit higher at the pitch here. Hayden knocks it long, looking for Palmer. Ooh, hit from behind. Wrexham wants a free kick and get it. Free kick on the right corner of the box, about 25 yards out. Like I say, I mean, this is a great... The standard of play is great. Yeah, yeah, Wrexham need a goal, 11th minute. Still nil-nil. <laughs> I think my first recollection of Eastleigh was when we played him in the playoff final or semi-final. That, yeah, yeah. 
wasn't a happy day that it was, was it? not a happy day was it 2-0 we lost to them 1-0 <laughs> it was, was yeah it? in extra time as young as preparing sick this hill who wouldn't go off a ball for ages is nowhere near 10, ten yards away ref nowhere near no young doesn't seem perturbed but i mean i'm astonished that the officials haven't done something about that young sweeps this into the far post anyway headed partly away by langston and volleyed in rather weakly from the edge of the box smashed back in the, into the area up in the air hayden gets it well knocks it down but mogoma will walk it back to his keeper and the danger is gone yeah, they've got a couple of big lads in the trench haven't they Oh, absolutely. These, yeah. you know, these crosses are going to be pinpointed. They're going to win every one of them. And Palmer has been pulling wide quite a bit in the build-up, which is fine. But that has meant he's not been in there to attack the crosses in the box. Ford's been very prominent. He's played a lot of early balls in. And I like that because the defence hasn't got time to settle and he's got good quality in his crosses. But we have often maybe not had enough players in there for him to hit. Yeah, yeah. But I like Ford, and I think he's sharp, and I think that if you give him as many chances as this to put balls in the box, he'll be hitting people in good positions sooner rather than later. Tony Cliff's got a throw to Wrexham, who continue to monopolise control of this game. He throws it into the easterly half. Palmer helps it on well, but Mullen can't shake his man off, and it's cleared. McKeonan goes to Cissé, who has to go backwards, and Hill goes back in turn to Langston. Cute little chip over to the right-hand side. Yeah, Rexham are pressing really well, aren't mm, they? Yeah, Eastley have to play a hopeful long ball forwards in the end, which Tunnicliffe heads clear, but they got the second ball, and Whitehall's managed to bring it down and turn, and the first moment of danger here since that deflected cross as Carter is forced wide onto the right as Wrexham come back and plug the gaps effectively. Balls work back into midfield. And Eastley once more trying to build. Cissé helps it on. Long-range shot is a wild one, though and smashed way over the bar. Not the cleverest idea that, really. And Wrexham are quite happy. Kelly it was who hit it. But yeah, Wrexham dominant early on as the goal kick's taken short. Tozer knocks it long. It's flicked on by Mullen. Palmer will be beaten to it by Langston, though, who works it back to the keeper, McKellen. It's McConnell, beg your pardon. He knocks it long onto the right flank once more it's a nice pass but a good tackle coming in there from Tunnicliffe who makes a second tackle to force the ball down the flank as well yeah that's young lad Rutherford playing on the right hand side seems to be an outlet for them and he looks quite neat and tidy trying to get at people through to Eastleigh in their own half as it's actually throws gone Wrexham's way seems anyway Wrexham with the throw on the halfway line as uh, Joshua said he's enjoying free the Ask Wrexham podcast oh free kick Tunnicliffe went in very hard and seemed to win it cleanly maybe he was caught late then yeah Joshua on the Ask Wrexham is, is really pleased says thanks for the the content for uh, a new Wrexham AFC supporter we're delighted to welcome you on board as Wrexham then have this free kick on the halfway line after of a lengthy hiatus. I don't think Rexham realised it was a free kick to them. Balls flicked up down the left flank. That's a nice pass. Brought down well by Muller with a nice in-to-out run. Finds McFadgen left at the edge of the area. He delivers into six jobs. Rexham shouting for a penalty as Palmer hits a shot which is blocked. No penalty given. It's worked out to the right. Ford, early ball to the far post. Easy header clear for Magoma. But Rexham fighting to win it back. O'Connor helps her on. McFadgen hooks it over the top of Mullen's head and that allows Eastley to clear. Young had a shout for a penalty. There's a challenge on him off the ball as he tried to get in. He was certainly blocked off. Whether it was a penalty or not, 
I think is a moot point. The ball's gone back to Howard now, and Whitehall's hurrying him. Howard hits it long to the halfway line, where it's brought down by Kelly. I wouldn't mind seeing that penalty shout again, just to see if there was anything in it. Um, as the ball goes out for a goal kick to Wrexham. Did you catch sight of it? It was off the ball. I just saw him go down, Mark. I didn't yeah. see what happened, so he... He was running into the near post. Certainly there was a collision, but I, I, I wouldn't like to say how deliberate it was or whether it was actually foul play or not. Um, there's a few questions about the the royal visit, which maybe we'll take on a half-time might be an idea. There's some good ones as the ball's not long. And some of it, Andy Cannon, who, of course, is not in the squad today. It was never the plan to do so. Eastley thump it long. Hayden nods it into midfield. O'Connor, lovely touch off his chest. Takes him between two men and he's driving down the right. Ford's outside him once more. Mullins rather in his way. Rolls it wide to Ford. Ford taking a touch by the corner flag. Takes on his man. Pulls it inside nicely. Loads of space for Young. Drills it. Blocked well. Goodness me. Wrexham were opening up Eastley so easily. Great ball by Tunnicliffe. Out to the right to Ford. Ford again with his man isolated. Carries it in towards the edge of the box. Fakes to go inside, then goes outside and wins the corner. Oh, this is... I mean, it's good stuff, this. It is very good. They're playing really well, Mark. There's mm. a whole team, they're playing really well. Very dominant, but as we said earlier, you know, we've got to get at least a couple of goals from this dominance. Yeah, exactly. But 17th minute, Wrexham massively on top here. Yeah, it's hardly been in the Wrexham half, is it, the ball, so... Haven't worked the keeper yet, though. Although Mullen did go close after a minute with that curver that went just wide. So, Young with the away swinger. <coughs> Referee's just having the words of the players. So our linesman's telling him to put the ball in the quadrant. Touch, touching the white line, but it? it doesn't have to touch the white line. Young points that out to him and then moves it a <laughs> millimetre. And now it's okay, apparently. Mm. I mean, how ludicrous. It's clearly in the quadrant. I thought it had to be inside that white line. Well, the ball swept in across the face. Everybody misses that. Tozer has to yeah. chase it. And he won't keep that in, throwing to Eastley. Oh, it's another throw to Wrexham now. Tozer ball in his hand might try an early one. He often does. He doesn't, though, and he shows it short to Lee. Back to Tozer, who plays a return pass. Lee turns adroitly on the left flank. He's got three men on him. Doesn't intimidate him. He floats a good ball into the edge of the area. Palmer back to goal. Held it well. Young might try a shot. He sets himself. He cuts on his left foot and he plays a clever ball to the edge of the area. Curler! Yeah. Oh, what a goal! What a, goal. What what a, a fantastic goal. goal by Ben Tozer! Wow. That's a super finish. Lovely pass by Young. What an assist. And goodness, mate. I mean, that goal was coming, wasn't it? it? It's been coming for the last 10 minutes, Mark. And that was <laughs> a superbly worked goal. Even the Eastley fans are applauding the goal, the quality of that goal, the work, the space that Tozer had there. On the, I mean, he, he wasn't close, you know. He must have been 15 yards out, but he curled it into the net and the keeper didn't have a chance. It was a brilliant move from start to finish. Well, Tozer with killed. a short throw. Yeah, he, he found Lee. Lee drew three men around him and then curled a lovely pass at the edge of the area. And when it was fed back to Young by Palmer, he thought Young's going to hit it. He looked like he was, and great vision. He spotted Tozer turning up unmarked. Like you said, about 15 yards out, but left on the left wing, only just in the box. Hit it first time. Perfect. Side-footed with power over the keeper, who had no chance. No, great, Superb. Great goal. Great work goal. And nothing less than Wrexham deserve at the moment. And we just need to get another one now before half-time, Mark. 100%. 100%. Wrexham have been dominant. And that was a goal worthy of that domination, quite frankly. A superb strike by Tozer. Yeah. As the referee escorts Palmer back to his zone <laughs> We've seen him do that before, haven't we? <laughs> so, what have Eastley got in response? 
Well, they're going to have to come at us now, aren't they? They sure are, but that's a long ball which is overhead and goes down for a goal kick to Wrexham. They certainly are, aren't they? Um, but Wrexham have started magnificently. Terrific starts, great pace and quality to the way that we've been going. And as Roy Cuffin puts it on, ask Wrexham, wallop. <laughs> Absolutely. But it was a controlled wallop, wasn't it? Eh? Beautiful stuff. Jarvis says, great goal, wonderful approach play. What a finish by Toza. You know, it's, it's great that these fans mm. can watch these games now, watch watch the away games, yeah. and a lot of the fans who can't get to the home games. Does Wrexham have a chance to break it? Uh, oh, dear, again. Out. I don't oh. think it went out. Well, the ball was spread wide. It was behind Ford. It was a difficult one to keep in, but he clearly kept his in. The linesman's given a throw-in. He's also given a throw-in to Wrexham. Was, and I thought that was easy throwing, I, but there we go. I thought no, I thought it was right with that one. Hell running at his man, just took it off the pitch. But, I mean, Ford plainly kept it in, as far as I could see. Yeah. As, and the monitors, you know, <laughs> back my opinion up, I think. Anyway, you say it's nice for him to watch. Well, poor Martin says streaming's not working for him. Um, he said he's glad, otherwise he wouldn't get to listen to us on our halftime pie review. I haven't got a pie no review at halftime, I'm, I'm afraid. Sorry, no. I'm sorry, I can tell you about great pies I've eaten in the, in the past. I can do a toffee crisp review. <laughs> a toffee crisp review? Well, you know, our American listeners <laughs> probably won't be familiar with that as Palmer flicks on well and Mullen's unlucky. He tries to pop it down to Young but doesn't quite find him. Eastley can try and break down the right, but Lee typically sprints across well and puts Camp under pressure. He thinks he forced him to run off the pitch. He did. And McFadgen yeah, applauding yeah, yeah. Lee. What a brilliant piece of work that was by oh, Lee, eh? Great chasing down the player, and he just pushed mm. him out. And, you know, great quality, you know, great effort by Lee, you know, and he, he's come on leaps and bounds since he's been in the team every week. Yeah. It was, um, Jarvis is saying that Ford has the left back terrified. I agree, he's, he's, he's taking him on. Here we are again as Ford yeah. has him isolated once more, cutting inside. He's got a support, but Ford wants to get in the box and get at Kelly. In the end, he does turn back, and Young, oh, Young. lofts a high cross to the far post. Palmer's underneath it. Is any behind? Oh, foul's given against Palmer. That oh. seemed a little harsh, he's not arguing. Foul. Soft foul. Yeah. Um, Mike said he, he thought it didn't look apparent. He more natural body contact than the Young one earlier, which is fair enough. And as, as we were talking about Mike as well and rules, you were saying about the corners, weren't you? Mm-hmm. The ball's got to be in the quadrant, but that but that's in the sense of you know when you look at it from above. But it's the, not. That's outside. The, but, it, but it is, isn't it? If if the ball's outside the quadrant, but you look at it from above, the edge of the ball is touching the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's I, in the quadrant. I mean, years ago, the ball had to be inside. Inside. No, I don't that. think the rules changed. Has it not? No. It's certainly something which makes crowds more angry than it should. As Tunnicliffe, we have to stop playing here because he's had a, a head injury. He's sitting up and they're not calling the physio on. Which does seem odd if it's a head injury. But anyway, Whitehall collided with him. We're getting a replay on the monitors now. And Tunnicliffe got up really well, headed it away. Came back. In. No, Whitehall's different instance. He's just gone down under a challenge from Dozer. And it looks like there may have been some afters once Whitehall got up. Beastly boss is barking his instructions and inside the pitch as well not happy with the referee you're, you're s- sniggering about that he's having a long talk with Whitehall and Cissé he easily captured oh, he and he booking. has booked I think he booked Cissé there yeah. I think not Whitehall perhaps arguing with the ref yeah the He's got a, a, a hell of a lot of sticking plaster holding his, his mouthpiece on the referee. He looks like that portrait of Van Gogh after he'd taken his ear off and he's got the big bandage on, doesn't he? I'm not making f- f- jokes at Van Gogh's expense, but look, 
I like Van Gogh. As ball throwing's taken down the line, and Eastie pick it up, and Cisse feeds it forwards. It's worked back onto the left-hand side by Hill, and Eastley find themselves deep in their own half, and Wrexham are quite happy to allow them to have the ball there, of course. Kelly rolls it down the line. Hill immediately closed down. Goes back to Kelly, who plays it into the second hole. It's a nice little pass, but it's a poor layoff, and it's picked up by Ford and Wrexham again are quite quick in passing to feet forwards and getting the ball forwards here's O'Connor now in the centre circle floating a lovely little left-footed pass to McFadgen McFadgen put under pressure Lewick's are back Lee put under pressure has lost the ball wasn't the best pass that by McFadgen to be frank and McKeenan does well just jinx past O'Connor ball spread to the left-hand side Hill with a chance to cross now drills it in flat and it hits the bar oh that was close it was a lovely pullback by Hill and a left-footed strike from about 15 yards, and I think it was McKeon coming in on it. Struck it well, yeah, it was. Hit the bar, Howard didn't move, and Wrexham had a bit of a, a lucky escape there. They did, they did, they caught it very quickly. But all, all stemmed from McCradson with that poor ball. Yeah. Um, and then we were on the back foot from then. Um, yeah, Wrexham got away with it there, but, you know, Eastley have offered very little to us at the moment, so uh, for them to have got an equaliser there would have been so... Un- oh, you know, yeah. It's been so one-sided, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it yeah. So unjustified. Throw into Eastleigh deep in their own half. Well, I suppose one nil's never enough, is it? Wrexham leading through a fine goal by Bentoza. He does like the fine goals, doesn't he? He's a connoisseur yeah, of hitting the net. Four or five now this season. I think it's three this season three, or four. Three or four, isn't it? Yeah. But he does. T- they tend to be either a wallop <laughs> or a nice bit of uh, placement. Or both. I think a striker would have been happy with that goal, Mark. Yeah, absolutely. Ryan Geyer says that um, Wrexham are doing an excellent job controlling the pitch, excellent movement off the ball. Yeah, absolutely correct. As the ball's not long, and Aiden has to be strong as he's put under pressure by Whitehall, who's a good target man. Ball cleared into midfield, McKeonan allows Rutherford to take over he pokes a poor pass inside Toza gets lucky in second attempt, he manages to clear it. Mullen, well, it's a cute idea to lay it off to O'Connor, can't find him. And now here's Cissé in the middle of midfield, rolling it forwards. Hill had to stretch to control that. Did well to keep control of it. Wrexham got men behind the ball now, though. Hill, left-hand side, about 30 yards out. Goes round the outside. Ford is trying to show him outside. There's a lovely pass inside. Chance there's across the face of goal. An important foot in by Lee. And Wrexham hack is clear for a throw-in. Level the edge of the area. Eastley just starting to find joy, mostly through Hill down the left-hand side. Good stooping header there. one of free kick for Wrexham. That was brave from O'Connor, and as Hill tried to kick it, he caught O'Connor in the head, and Wrexham would be pleased of that. But Hill on the left-hand side and Carter are just starting to combine a bit and just starting to show threat. Yeah, they say you're most vulnerable when you score, don't you? I mean, Wrexham just need to regroup and do what they've been doing the whole game so far, and uh, mm. you know, stop stop easily in in midfield where we've been, you know, we haven't allowed them into our mm. you know our yeah. last third of the field for most of the game. As uh, Barton Bank is with Eliza Do 7 watching the uh, Maidenhead not county game county winning 1-0 he says but all the county end can sing about is how much they hate Wrexham and he has pointed out that we are living rent free in not county fans heads quite right as Wrexham on the halfway line come forward it's Tunnycliffe now ah, stumble for McFadgen he's lost the ball and Eastley again can try to break away now with Camp he squares it inside McKeenan driving through the middle onto his left foot squares it Carter's got the dangerous hill outside him dangerous hill sounds like a scary place to go on holiday we allow him a bit of space and he drills in a shot which Howard saves pretty easily good 25 yards out 
that looks like the worst part of the pitch. It's it looks very Dominic. hard, yeah. and that seems to be where Eastley are trying to make hay. Really, that, certainly that end, the end at Wrexham defending, looks very hard and patchy. Huge kick by Howard, flicked on by Palmer. Mullen can't get there ahead of Langston, but he makes a mess of his clearance. Free kick's gone offside against right. Mullen. Maybe he, he did run goal side of the defender, but uh, that's a shame for Wrexham because Langston miscued it. I think because of Mullen's presence. It's, yeah, Hill's shot might have been going wide having seen the replay of it anyway but Howard didn't take any chances as the ball is back now with McConnell the goalkeeper as it's knocked long on the right flank Tunnicliffe beaten in the air for once but O'Connell has been very busy in the centre of the pitch that's nice feet dribbles back towards his own goal to find some space. Eastley starting to press now on the Wrexham centre-backs. Toza clears it down the left flank, though, looking for Palmer. The two defenders get in each other's way. It flicks off them. Isn't that a foul for Wrexham? Throw for Wrexham, rather? Well, no. Despite Magoma sprinting down the line, Palmer can't believe that. It looked pretty clearly to be to have come off an Eastley player because he didn't challenge for it because two Eastley players jumped over him and collided with each other and it came off one of them. And then, just to make it even more obvious, Magoma sprinted back towards his own goal down the line to try to keep it in. And the line, they've given the throw to Eastley. Anyway, Wrexham have managed to get the ball back and won a throw on the halfway line, but there's some peculiar decision-making going on here, I've got to say. Ford's got the ball in his hands. Hayden wants to take over. Ford doesn't want him to take over. <laughs> Hayden's finally managed to convince him that he's taking this. And he slings it down the line. Palmer flicks it on nicely, but Mullen can't get to it. Intercepted by Langston. Poor touch of midfield by Carter. Palmer's got it back now. Fights forward, level the edge of the area. He beats Carter nicely. Pulls it in the edge of the box. Ooh, Lovely ball. Young, young can hit this. Puts it oh, in the side netting. Unlucky. Unlucky Young. <clears throat> it was good defending because he just couldn't get the angle, the angle right. could he? No. Yeah, Hill had come back. And Young cut inside, got into the box. But Hill successfully blocked off his view of the goal, didn't he? But that was a lovely move again by Wrexham. Great pass inside by Ford. And Wrexham, again, looking dangerous. 30th minute. Wrexham still leading through that fine Bentoza strike. McConnell hits it through the middle. Headed away well by Tunnicliffe. Cissé nods it back down, but the Stamakinen gives it away sloppily. Elliot Lee. Toe pokes it to the right-hand side. Ford, progressive first touch. Mullins in space. He doesn't play him because I think he thinks he's offside. I think he was offside as well, Mark. Uh, absolutely. Lee now has it on the halfway line. He's getting bodies behind the ball. But Lee, great ball. Unlocks the fence, finding Mullin, who plays a sloppy ball to the edge of the area. Palmer was trying to run ahead of his man. And Mullen maybe should have hit him. Young wins it back oh, really well. Referee. He's taken out very late by Hill. That's and the referee gives the free card. kick. Well, firstly... It's got to be a yellow card, that hasn't it? Surely, yeah. Young is hurt. Very it's a late. Poor challenge. Secondly, I still think he should have played advantage and come back to him. He has bucked Hill. Yeah. Because Wrexham worked it beautifully and quickly. Hill's right in the ref's face, having a go at him. I mean, how could I, the only complaint about he, that is that he should have carried on and let Wrexham score because Mullen was in on goal. Yeah. Oh, he's he's. Oh my goodness, mate. Uh, the complaint oh he's pointing his finger at the referee and having a go is a there's nothing wrong with him yeah. astonishing yeah but th if there is nothing wrong with Young that's no thanks to Hell who no, came in late and stamped on his the ankle the ball had gone Mark hadn't it yeah the yellow card well we both called it before he showed the card it was obvious yeah free kick to Wrexham on the right flank then Young signals sweeps it in towards the penalty spot just over the unmarked Mullen 
It's headed partly away, and Hill on the edge of the box lifts it over the top. Whitehall is jumping, beaten to it though, and now Toza can smash it over going forward, hits it over the top. Too strong that. Lee will keep yeah, chasing. That's a good ball though in the corner. He's, he's forced Camp to play a back pass, yeah, and knocked it long and Wrexham claim it back nice little header down by McFadgen O'Connor sorts his feet well finds McFadgen on the left in a bit of space nice pass inside Lee now to the edge of the area Mullen up against the defender quickly spreads it to the right Ford sweeps the cross into the far post Magoma's won a lot in the air Young can't get there on the edge of the box it's helped on by Cissé then by Hill and then McFadgen tries another little cue ball in and O'Connor's brave again with his head sticking it in where he could get a knock and finds Ford and Wrexham are back in the sort of dominant ball-playing positions that they were getting themselves into for the first 20 minutes. This is starting to look a bit more like the opening stages of the match, isn't it? As Wrexham are monopolising the ball again and starting to make chances. They are, and, you know, Eastley just chasing, like headless chickens at the moment, mm. just chasing around after the ball, and Wrexham are keeping good possession. Nice nod down by McFadgen, well hold up by Palmer. McFadgen with the early cross, he's looking for Mullen, oh. but the keeper comes, takes that easily, actually. Oh, oh, it's a terrible throw by him. He's going to stay to Luke Young, 30 yards out. He holds off Carter well and squares it, and Lee is bringing it forwards. He's still got men behind the ball. He clips a cute little ball to Palmer. He plays a great return pass, and Lee hits a shot which deflects up in the air, and the keeper oh, gets into a mix-up at a corner. That could have been disastrous for Eastley, couldn't Good it? Good job it was in front of mm. goal, wasn't it? Kelly was underneath it, but he clearly had no intention of touching it. A lot of spin on it. But there was, wasn't great communication because the keeper came for it and didn't make it. And it's span, luckily for them, behind for the corner. Young will take it. I like the picture of Jarvis's technical assistant getting the stream up and running. <laughs> that's, that's great work. Your technical assistant looks incredibly like my cat Lottie. Young sweeps into the six-yard box, headed away though by McKeon and a foul's given against Wrexham. I don't think Lottie is terribly technological, my, my tortoise shell cat though, I've got to be honest with you. She's charming and she can make a quality noise. Ryan says uh, he's enjoying a McDonald's and listening to our world-class commentary. You are a, a fine judge, well done you. Oh, so, referee oh, again. Kick again. They're, they're, falling they're very physical, bit. aren't they? Yeah, they're falling apart mm. a bit, I think. Getting very frustrated about, you know, they're not getting any time on the ball, are they? Yeah. Another yellow card for them. And Rutherford this time? Yep. Yeah. It was definitely yellow card. He pulled him back, yeah. he grabbed over his shoulder. Yeah, Lee hit the deck and won the free kick. But yeah. I, say, I say won the free kick, I don't mean in the sense of uh, fooling yeah. the ref. So three of them booked already in the first 34 minutes. And so far, I'd say this, this ref is exactly what you'd want against Eastley. It is, yeah. Because totally. he's not taking any shenanigans. No. So, it says Carter was booked, but it was Rutherford, I think, wasn't, wasn't it? Wasn't that Carter before was booked, was it, or not? Um, for me, Hill, Cissé and Rutherford. Oh, right, OK. The, so, free kick to Wrexham on the left-hand side. The most recent Ars Wrexham tweet is from Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, which I'm assuming is going to be an advert. But if uh, the, if, if he or Benicio are listening, hello there, chaps. Young sweeps it into the near post. It goes all the way across the face, and it's a goal kick. Is it? Oh, no, it's a corner. corner. Must have taken a flick off a defender. Wow. I just realised, though, you know, I'm saying all this about, oh, yeah, you know, maybe uh, Guillermo del Toro's listening. These days, you just don't know, do you? You, you just don't, don't know. You don't know who's listening. No, that's very true. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, Michael says, finally able to watch a Wrexham game on the stream, but he's still listening to us, including Disney's Mark Griffiths, which obviously is, you know, again, we did just need team. Luke Young in front of the Spitfire T-Hot. I want to know when they're having their open day for your uh, 
actually no. merchandise coming out Mark oh well shot, I mean you know? it's only a matter of time I think well, to be yeah, honest yeah. with you yeah you know? I mean I'm the ultimate Disney princess aren't I <laughs> <laughs> those princess parties kids going dressed as me these little seven year old girls oh god maybe not again the ball's clearly <laughs> in the quadrant and clearly has to be put back there again by the fuzzy linesman this time young actually moves at him an inch or so he's feeling generous he signals and he whips it in, six yard box, good defensive header that by McGoma, who's taking a blow in the face and the referee stops play. I mean, I would argue that wasn't a foul, it was just a knock in the head. Oh, and he's up straight away, <laughs> funnily enough. What would Hill think of that after complaining that Young got up after being fouled? Mm. Uh, anyway, the, the keeper, to be fair, asks the referee, isn't that a drop ball? Because he didn't think it was a foul and it was right in front of him, but the ref has given the free kick too easily. Um, Tessa says Dangerous Hill remember what I said earlier sounds like a Declan Swans album nice <laughs> long ball hit forwards headed away by Hayden Palmer wrestling with Langston's and brilliantly to knock it on he's being fouled and that's got to be well. another, another yellow, yellow card. <laughs> unbelievable he's that given the free kick to Eastley he's given the free kick to Eastley is yeah. he oh my word wow that's something Palmer did brilliantly I thought flicked it yeah, past his man did. And then Langston just couldn't deal with him. He grabbed hold of his shirt. Of his shirt I mean, there. Palmer's not touching him. You know, sometimes no. there are you know, pulls either way. But unless Palmer did something early on that we just couldn't attack. Where was the linesman as well, Mark? He's right there. Exactly. Yeah, right there. Well, maybe he saw it better than us then. But it really looked like a yellow card to Langston as Eastley put it forwards, but not accurately. Toza brings it down on the side. He's the most treacherous part of the surface and can only put it out of it play. It looks white there, doesn't it, on the pitch? It, it is. It looks rock solid, doesn't it? And white and it's bouncing on a bit more, it seems, over there. Jeff Lang asks, have Eastley only got one ball? Well, sure, yeah, between them, they got more than that. It's gone over the stand, hasn't it? <laughs> it my like my innuendo didn't work. <laughs> Although, again, there's a stoppage like there was earlier. As a ball is found, Rob JJ says, Bento's the best finish in the National League. Discuss. Only scores worldies. We'll come to that in a second once this ball's come in. <coughs> Kelly gets it back from Carter and spreads it across. He certainly does, when he scores, take them very well, Toza. It's got to be said, as easily... Again, put under pressure. Good energy by Wrexham Mullen and Lee chasing the ball. Magoma has to hurriedly square it to Langston. It wasn't an organised press by Wrexham, more a show of, of energy. And you might argue, is Was it, it worth wasting your energy to do that? They've managed to pass through now and see, say, that's a nice idea, switching it to the right, but Rutherford's never going to keep that in. Throw to Wrexham. Um, Toza, being a good finisher, makes me think of the season in the late 80s when Wrexham avoided just about relegations in the National League and the, pl the player who was suddenly... Was because there was no relegation that season? Uh, no, no, the season before when we, we, oh, ma right, okay. we managed to overtake Colchester and they went down. Um, we managed to overtake them because of a run of results in March and April after previously looking dead in the water and a player who scored a lot of goals in those games was Andy Thackeray a midfielder oh, yeah. converted to right back who I always thought was the best finisher we had in the squad. From the edge of the box, he would just nail the bottom corner every single time, and he, he had a great run. I'll find the stats in a moment, as Eastley from the throw-in knock it on, but Howard intercepts easily. But he had a great scoring run when we got those results, and he was just a good arriving late edge of the area, pop it in the bottom corner, really good finisher. Long clearance by Howard. Palmer flicks it on well again, McFadden sprinting him, McConnell will have to come right out to the edge, and... Having got there ahead of McFadgen is able to run it behind for the goal kick. But even even little things like that, Wrexham look threatening. A yeah. tiny bit less on that and we're in. Yeah, yeah. So, 
McConnell with the goal kick. Wrexham 1-0 up, six minutes left. A very impressive first half from Wrexham. McConnell through the middle. Good header again by Tony Cliff, who's not had that much to do and has just done everything well with a tidiness. McGoma now squares it on the edge of his area. And Eastley, being pressured in their own half, have to go long, but Ford's missed his interception. Hill on the corner of the box, slipping a little. Ford, uh, Hayden did very well to get across and force him wide and ultimately force him backwards. And Eastley have had to go back into their own half. Good work that by Hayden. He's read the situation well. Rexham's midfield's a bit deep, so Cesar has space, which he doesn't take advantage of. And now the strikers have dropped off to compensate for that. Cissé in the centre circle, clips it, attempts at the killer ball, Ford miscontrols it, and Howard does really well to grab hold of it. That was alert work by Howard, that Ford's got a gifted a goal to Hill there. Certainly could, yeah. Well, you could have even scored an own goal then, Mark, which is what I'm yeah. more worried about. It was a brilliant attempted through ball, looking for Hill, and Ford miscontrolled, luckily for Wrexham, Howard was really alert. And was quick off his line. Palmer nods it down. Mullen nearly oh. in on goal. Didn't quite reach it. Get a foot to it. Wow, that was that was unlucky. Palmer's won a lot of headers, and that one nearly fell to him. This was a bit of a scramble in the middle of the pitch. McFadgen comes out with the ball. And oh, ooh, he's taken get. very late. That's shocking. Dear me, Wrexham are livid about that. What's the ref going to do now? I mean, uh, he's got to go into his. his Getting a yellow out. I'd like to see that again to see if it was a yellow or a red. Really late, straight ta leg tackle on McFadgen. I mean, that was a shocker. The referee was it? Was it McQuillan? I'm not sure now. He's. Uh, I mean, I mean it is McQuillan. Do do? He's yeah. What do I do? And again, what do you do? Well, you're trying to break the bloke's leg. That's what. You, that's what you did, mate. And Cisse is complaining to the referee as well. And I, I, I mean, look, I'm, I'm aware that having moaned about Eastley demeanour anyway, I don't want to. I worry that I'm just um, looking for things. But wow, how can you more, argue more about challenge. that? Here's the replay now. McFadden's got rid of it. He's just oh. a red card. I'm sorry, Mike the ref. I could have broke his ankle. Totally happy, Mike the ref. If you want to disagree with me, I'd, I'd be fascinated in your interest, could your opinion. Could have broke his ankle. For me, that's a red. McQu McQuillan just jumped in on McFadden, late, studs up, came down on his ankle. That's a red card for me, and that's why Wrexham are complaining so much, isn't it? You can see Eastley losing at least one player off this pitch for the end of the game, the way things are going. Yeah, and although I think the ref is wrong on that call, to be fair to him, he has been generally punishing them, which means they may well get in trouble. Eastley do have a record of getting red cards against us, so carry on for a second as the ball's not long. Whitehall's headed behind for the goal kick. There was, gosh, I've forgotten his name, I'll find it in a second. They had a player who got sent off against us at Eastley, and then the next season got sent off again against us at Eastley, the same fixture. Um, <laughs> I'll try and find his name now. But, uh, yeah, that was it. That was a rare treat. Wrexham with the goal kick then. Two and a half minutes left. McFadgen is, is OK, I think. Yeah, he's up and so, about running off yeah. his fine mark. Which is a relief because he could have been done by that yeah. challenge, I thought. Yeah, we just need to see out this first yeah. half now and go in 1 0 and, and regroup for the second half. Firm header away by Cissé from the goal kick, knocked over the top by Lee. It'll be dealt with by Langston, who nods it back to his keeper. McConnell's got a bit of time now to, to deal with that. He's urging his players up the pitch. Like I said, he's got Whitehall that he can hit in the air. Good striker. 
He's gone on the flank instead, looking for Rutherford, and he puts straight it straight out. over his head, straight out of play. But that seems to be their game plan, isn't it? The long ball over the top, or the quick ball through, you know, they're not playing through, yeah. or they're not trying to play through, should I say. Those diagonals they're trying to use a lot, aren't they? Mm. But they're not really getting them anywhere. I don't know if they've seen something they've been exploited from McFadden, but it's actually been when they've gone down the other flank that yeah. they've caused problems, because for me, Hill and Carter have been their best players going forwards. Hill's on the left of the 4 2 3 1. Carter's on the left of the double pivots and they link up well and also Ford who's been excellent going forward has had a couple of little nervous moments at the back so yes. there, there have been sort of points where you think yeah they, they could cause us a problem but here. generally Rex, uh, Rexham played really well today yeah. you know oh. couldn't should have scored a couple more but uh, happy at 1-0 half time we just got to hold on to this lead and not let the slip mark yeah, absolutely. As Palmer does well to keep the ball in. Lee looks to play the killer ball, but but Cissé intercepts, and now Eastley can try and break away. It's a lunging tackle that comes in by Lee, but he misses man and ball, and quickly McFadden gets it and feeds it back to him. Now Wrexham maybe can switch it. Young yeah. sees the opportunity, and Ford has got Kelly isolated again. Kelly's come this time a bit more proactively and stopped and get into a dangerous position, and Wrexham are happy to recirculate the ball. It stood up by Hayden, big diagonal, Palmer brings it down beautifully but just about gets away from him and is cleared and now Eastley have it with a bullet on the halfway line, nice idea to try and send Rutherford away behind the defence but they don't manage it and it's played back to Howards, yeah I think that's what they're trying to do isn't it, Rutherford looks quite quick, trying to drop the ball in behind the wing back and try and get him around the back of the back three but it's not worked yet, as Palmer flicks it on, important foot in to clear it from camp, it's only as far as O'Connor, who's had a good first half. Poor pass that, though. Camp intercepts. And now Toza is taking it back to Howard. Not the best back right. pass, but Howard will get across comfortably. The ball, you can see the ball bobbling on the hard surface. Oh, it's clear. Referee. It's a good flick on, but it's a foul as well. This time, Young clattered into from behind by Carter. A free kick. In the World Cup, that would be a yellow. But in the National League, to be fair, it, I, I think it wouldn't be. No, <laughs> <You no. know? laughs> Carter's... Uh, one of the six Eastley outfield players who haven't been booked by my reckoning. Although I am willing to be corrected on that. So. I did time. Yeah. Jeez. Two minutes. Sounds about right to me. Hasn't been too. Well, I suppose there have been some stoppage, hasn't there? Long clearance anyway, over the top, and nodded down nicely by Palmer towards Mullen, and Langston puts it behind for the corner. Another lost ball. Have they got, have they got any more footballs? <laughs> You've got a decent sized car park as well, so it's going to take a bit of finding. Mm. That's the problem. You wedged under somebody's Vauxhall Vectra. Or sat on somebody's front seat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> the corner from the left hand side. Young with the in swinger. I remember going to an Everton game when I was in university in Liverpool, and the ball kicked the crowd and they didn't get it back. And I saw a lad leaving at the end of the match, and he had it in the hood of his coat, walking, looking very innocently as Young plays it too flat. Oh, it's flicked on and blocked it under the bar. Well, I thought it was too flat, but Hayden flicked it towards goal. It was blocked. Here's Mullen now pulling across back in. Langston challenged well by the Tunnicliffe, who makes it, wins it back, and wrecks him of a chance to put in the final ball in of the half. Mullen out on the flank, knocks it off his man. It'll be a throw in in Toza territory. No, Toza Mullen looked like he was letting it go and then cutely poked it into Lee. Feeds on to Hayden back to goal nice touch by Hayden in the day he finds it back for Lee size of goal here oh. it's it oh yes oh what a finish by Two Lee nil. brilliant stuff Wrexham get the breathing space what a super goal though I mean didn't Hayden Hayden's do well he did to you know because he's a defender he stayed up there on the edge of the box <laughs> ball laid to him he saw Lee there free 
they chipped it into the top corner keeper no chance 2-0 Wrexham half time coming up and what a finish by Lee as well yeah, I mean yeah. it's, the way it dipped it looked like he'd hit it over the bar and it, Nobody it moved it like it yeah, what a finish I mean it looked like it looked like it was going to go over and, but it acted like it had been deflected the dip on that Did. that's absurd <laughs> What, Paul McConnell just didn't move. He didn't. Keep no him, chance. Didn't move. Didn't move at all. That is. And those Wrexham away fans are really happy <laughs> at half-time now. That was such a high-caliber goal. Yeah, Hayden did brilliantly to, to control it and lay it off. Yeah, it's nothing less oh. than Wrexham deserved Absolutely. half-time, Mark. 2-0 up. You know, mm. That's the scoreline. It should be, if not three, you know, but I'm happy with 2-0 half-time. Absolutely. Wrexham deserved even more than the goal ahead. There's no two ways about that. As... Uh, the restart they lay it off and Magoma who's worked hard trying to fill the gaps at the back frankly hasn't he has got the ball back at his own half referee's blown half time wow well that was a superb first half performance by Wrexham need to finish the job off but goodness me I mean against a team as strong as this at home and with people asking questions of our away record Wow, that was felt like a bit of a statement, quite frankly, yeah, didn't it? It needed to be marked, didn't it? Mm. You know, we, you know, there was a couple of games, you know, uh, Wheelstone away and you know York last week. You know, drawn. We haven't lost them, which is great. You know, point away mm. is, is is no mean deal. Yeah, but, absolutely. Uh, you know, the the games Wrexham fans think that we should have won, but you know, and going to Eastleigh, you know, we thought it was going to be a really tough game for us, and Wrexham were dominating the whole forty-five minutes. Eastleigh have had. Maybe the odd little sniff at goal, but Wrexham have been so dominant. Their football's been superb. Mm. You know, their energy's been superb. You know, <laughs> but our strikers have not scored. Yeah. And they've not looked like scoring, but everybody else has looked like scoring. So, tune uh, half time, Mark. More than happy. Just need to have another 45 minutes of that in the second half and bring home three points to North Wales. Exactly. We need to finish the job off, but goodness me, that was, that was impressive, that from Wrexham. 2-0 up and deservedly so. And what a goal by Lee to, to put that uh, more realistic sheen on the scoreline. What yeah. a strike that was, a real treat. Well, a goal by Tozer. I don't want to forget about him. I mean, this is good stuff, very good stuff. Um, I'm going to find that Andy Thackeray scoring run. <laughs> because, so, like I said, he, he was signed as a midfielder. The strange thing was, as he became the hero of the, the season and, and helped to, to rescue us from relegation, was that he'd actually fallen out with Flynn and was on the transfer list so Wrexham were happy to accept offers and and move him on but he was crucial as Wrexham turned things around we won six games in a row one of which was a cup tie so okay, I'll ignore that five league games in a row we were bottomed by some distance and we clawed our way back out and going through those results I think will we'll illustrate what I mean about Thackeray we won 2-0 against York and then 2-0 at Stockport and then Thackeray kicked in so we beat Burnley at the race course 1-0 Thackeray scored the goal then we beat Carlisle at the race course 1-0 Thackeray scored the goal and then in what was an absolutely epic match uh, against Colchester our rivals for relegation uh, which I'd happily bang on about through all of half time but I probably shouldn't um, Thackeray scored again and we won 3-2 then he didn't score shocking isn't it at Aldershot when we lost but at Cambridge in the next game he did score uh, so Thackeray scored one, two, three, four goals in five games from right back and he was a very reliable finisher he had a couple of games off then from scoring and then scored again against Torquay away 1-1-0 and then away at Scunthorpe lost 3-1 
So yeah, that's that's not bad for a fullback, isn't no, it? No, but as you uh, say, he was a midfielder, wasn't he? So yeah, but to get forwards into those positions in those days, I would, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. teams were a bit more conservative, weren't they? Four, five, six, seven, eight. So in eight league games, just when it mattered for Wrexham, he scored three, four, five, six goals from fullback. Um, some of which were decisive. Just watching that second goal again, and <laughs> he should just stand there and look at him. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Mark. Well, I, they, they they didn't they didn't get across to him well, no, did they? But having said that, and then I see what the keeper's saying. Why yeah, is he giving so yeah. much space? Hayden held her up. Yeah, and. Look, nobody yeah. comes in to close him down at all. McGulmer was marking Hayden, and when it was laid off, didn't attempt to get across. Maybe he's thinking, well, if I go across, I'll give it back to Hayden, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, Cissé was quite close, but couldn't quite get across, and they all just stood off and gave Lee time, because Hayden the brilliantly hold her up, but the pass he wasn't did. quite perfect, was it? No. Lee just had to stop his path to, to control it, and that gave them the scope maybe to get across, but they didn't, and uh, he nailed a beautiful shot inside the right foot curling over the keeper amazing dip on it yeah you say the keeper didn't move and who won the game against Eastleigh at the start of the season of course Elliot Lee Lee. two goals he came on as a sub and scored two goals turned the whole game round he rather enjoys playing against them I think doesn't he Mm -hmm. and I reckon just double check yeah he has now become Wrexham's all-time top scorer against Eastleigh for what it's worth he's the first Wrexham player to get three goals against them uh, that's not bad at all. The other thing I'm just thinking there, how about goals per minute for him against Eastleigh? It's a bit like Masanka, who used to always score against Bromley, because uh, he came on as a second-half sub, didn't he? So, yeah, he came on in the 63rd minute. So he's had 72 minutes against Eastleigh and scored three goals. Not bad. He likes them, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Wow, not bad. Let's get on to some Ask Wrexham questions. Minutes goal every 24 minutes. <sighs> that is, that's, a, that's a strike race that yeah, I'll yeah. settle for. Yeah. <laughs> um, Josh Lafferty on Ask Wrexham asks, how big is the Andy Cannon signing? I was delighted to hear we got him. Yeah, it came out of the blue for me, Mark, to mm. be honest. I didn't know anything about it. and yeah. He's come down from Hull, hasn't he, I think? Yeah, that's right. I, I'm yeah, assuming yeah. he was out of contract with you? Or? No, no, we've no. signed him. Yeah, he's... um. Um, he made, I'm sure it was his debut, on loan for Stockport here yeah, yeah, I, at the race course. Mm-hmm. And um, he looked Played really well. good. Yeah. And then they brought him off and we scored goals. <laughs> so I thought it was encouraging as well. Uh-huh. That's a good sign. So he did well for Stockport. I believe Stockport fans are saying they're quite disappointed. They were hoping they'd sign him permanently. He was always going to go back to Hull, apparently, because obviously he'd been in the championship. Um, and he's played a little bit this season. He started two games, come on as a sub four times. But um, Stockport were hoping that because he wasn't getting games that they'd sign him permanently. But then we've jumped in and we've got him. Maybe a little more of a holding midfielder, but a good user of the ball, which, which makes you think, OK, does that mean you'll look at O'Connor more as a player driving forwards? Because he's used him more... On the side midfield roles and as a holding role, or he hasn't done today, he has put him in as the, the deeper of the three, isn't he? The central one of the three midfield. But he's a quality player to have as an oh, option. Yeah, he That's is. fantastic. You know, from a championship team yeah, to come yeah. down to the. You know, you, you must see the vision of what's going on here at Wrexham. Yeah. And, you know, and obviously, you know, Rob and Ryan obviously persuade him to come over <laughs> here. And, and uh, Charles. And, and he's heard about the fans, you know, how what the yeah. atmosphere is like at Wrexham, you know. And we've got now what's really good. We've got we've got a really good, strong reserve team playing in the in the Midlands League, 
who yeah. I think won at Blackpool, who'd not lost all season, they, beat them 3-1. Yeah, yeah, they're doing well, aren't they? Yeah. Um, so it's encouraging to see that level of depth from the players Correct. getting pitch time. Yeah. Um, just looking at his record. So, I mean, he played five seasons canon at Rochdale in League One. Um, then, uh, during that fifth season, went to Portsmouth, who were, still, who were also in League One. He had two and a half seasons there. Didn't make a breakthrough really in the season he signed for them, but played in 43 games in 2021 for Portsmouth in League One and then was signed on the basis of that by Hull. And hasn't played that much for Hull in the Championship. Five starts, ten sub in the league. Um, but yeah, he's he's on paper uh, an excellent, excellent <coughs> signing, which we should be very pleased about, I think. That's a and a statement of intent as well. Yeah, and he's, you know, he's got to prove himself with our midfield. We've got yeah. the moment to, to break into the midfield is going to be tough for him at the moment. Absolutely right. Key Scotty says, "What happens to the streaming money he's paid if matches are called off?" Well, I would assume that your your money is or held. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm a cynic, so I've got to be careful, haven't I, here about the national league? Yeah. Uh, all I'll say is. Clearly, your money—you'll still have a valid pass for that match when it's rearranged. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, you'd like to think you'd have the option of a refund as well, but yeah. I couldn't. Put, well, the National League would have to answer that question. I'd like to think it, but I, I don't know if they would. See, Notts County winning three-one now at Maidenhead. Mm-hmm. Inconsiderate, aren't they? They are totally. Um, Tofa, I like this. Uh, uh, was a, a, sort of a tweet from a Cardiff fan asking whether he'd be a good player. Uh, sorry, Macaulay Langstaff, the the Notts County top scorer, top scorer in the division, yeah. would be a good signing. And Tofa replied to them with brilliant signing. Take Ruben Rodriguez too. Rodriguez, yes, absolutely. Please denude Notts County <laughs> of their strength. But that is a potential advantage we have over uh, Notts County that. You strongly suspect players like Mullen, Palmer, Lee aren't going anywhere. No. Whereas Notts County surely are going to find it difficult to resist. A million pound offer yeah. for, for Langstaff, yeah. yeah. Especially if a championship side comes in, and yeah. Langstaff surely is going to be saying, well, um, I'd quite like to play at that level, Of actually. course you would, and you know, if they refuse him to go there, then yeah. he's not, you know, is that going to affect his game? Yeah. You don't know. Absolutely right. Um, Michelle Olsen asked about Cannon, so I guess we were addressed that, but also said she'd like our our take on the royal visit in the next Ask Wrexham podcast or otherwise. Well, about now and in the next Ask Wrexham podcast, I reckon. Because um, <coughs> there were also questions... I'm just having to see, actually, if there were a couple more... Um, know, there was another question about that, I think. About, about sort of Welsh attitudes to... Um, the royal family coming around. Well, I mean, obviously, like like anywhere else, you're going to have uh, some people for, some people against. Wales not being England, you know, some people will feel uncomfortable with the royal family. Uh, Charles was Prince of Wales, and they will have seen that, you know, that as an imposition, if you like. Um, also, you're going to have people who love the royal family. You're also going to have people who just generally don't like the idea of a, of a, a, a monarchy. Anyway, uh, here's it. Is Pamela RWK? How do Wrexham local folk feel about Charles and Camilla turning up on the racecourse pitch? This American doesn't understand the monarchy. What, um, why does Cumbria welcome them? Yeah, um, you'll get a mix of opinion. I suspect that the majority would be okay with it. I think you may have a slightly more left-wing politicised 
fan base than the general people in Wrexham. I say left wing, I shouldn't necessarily totally say that. Um, well, I don't know, it's strange. I mean, Wrexham's always returned a Labour MP until the last election. Now, there were other issues like Brexit, which which uh, maybe coloured people's views, but we returned a Tory MP, it was a right-wing MP, which was really unprecedented and, and, a, and a bit of a mind-blowing situation for Wrexham to do that. Um, now, having said that, we did, so th- there must be people of that sort of right-leaning sort of view. Uh, so, yeah, a mixture of opinions. Plaid Cymru is the Welsh Nationalist Party, and their councillors didn't take part in the royal family visit because the, you know, the, the feeling of, like, say, the idea of a Prince of Wales was originally imposed on Wales, like, to keep Wales under control, if you will. Um, that's back a long, long time ago. Now, do you, do you say let's move on, or do you not? Do you feel that moving on should be, you know, sort of like questioning how things are run in general? <laughs> I'm, I'm really trying to avoid giving an opinion on it. <laughs> I do apologise. This is shameful fence-sitting of me. And um, Generally, I wouldn't say there's been a great deal of opposition to it. Um, but I think there would have been more enthusiasm if, say, Elizabeth II had come, probably, in a way, as she became more popular as her reign came to an end. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. There was certainly more controversy when um, a cabinet minister... Uh, Jacob Rees-Mogg came to the racecourse earlier in the season uh, under the invitation of our local MP although it, it should be pointed out that he was using some conference facilities rather than the racecourse as, as such and that, you know, I mean really I think football clubs tend in Britain to be cautious of expressing opinions and so I think if there's a request made it's quite, I would argue, difficult to maybe to say no I, I would argue, so I think we have to be a little realistic about the situations clubs come into. Ron Wilkes says, can we explain the significance of Wrexham becoming a city? What was it before, a town? Thanks and good luck on Saturday. You know, Ron, again, the significance, you could argue not much. Some people would argue that, uh, others not so much. Um, yes, we were a town before, and an old-fashioned nickname of Wrexham was the town. A lot of people have sort of held on to that saying, but we are the town, how can we be a city? Um I don't know if that's totally relevant in a way, as Wrexham are coming out for the second half now. Um, what is the significance? I'm not 100%. A city is, you know, I suppose seen as more significant, but it's, it's a symbolic title, really, more than anything else. It used to be that to be a city, you were supposed to have um, a cathedral, which was the centre of the Church of England's diocese, so the regional headquarters of the Church of England, if you will. And that's why St Asaph, which is a very small village, a good 40 minutes away from Wrexham, is a city, even though it's very small, because it ha- St Asaph was the, um, the di- diocesan cathedral, not St Giles, which is a massive historic church in Wrexham, um, but now it's I don't know it's like a sort of beauty contest where cities apply to be a city, or towns apply to be a city, and then some get given it. Um, I don't know how much. I mean, if, if you're cute, I think it's like a marketing thing. If you're cute, you could maybe use it to get more business coming into the town, perhaps more status coming into the town, but I would strongly argue, and I've got to be honest with you, unless I'm not fence-sitting on this, I'll say, I'm neutral about the city thing. I I, I don't really feel much either way about it. Um, 
But I would say is, and this I don't think anybody could dispute this. Um, Rob and Ryan taking over the football club has out-trumped us becoming a city or staying as a town massively more than anything else. That, that's that's the big difference to Wrexham over the last couple of years. And this town is buzzing and lively and it's fun to be in and people feel more positive. And there's no question in my mind, as Wrexham getting things underway, um, I, there's no doubt in my mind, and it's all Rob and Ryan now. It's all Rob and Ryan. It's Wrexham knocking forwards and Palmer helps it on and Mullen gets to it and helps it on. He was clattered on the edge of the box. So Wrexham will have a shooting opportunity immediately. Palmer got up well from the, the kickoff, helped it on beautifully. Mullen got up really well and was smashed into from behind. Hill has, has made it a cross-pitch sprint to stand on the ball to stop Wrexham taking a quick free kick, which clearly we weren't going to because that moment's gone. He just wants to be in the ref's face. It was a free kick right on the edge of the box left-hand side, quite wide so it's not the best angle for a shot but we have players who can take superb free kicks and O'Connor, who has somehow mastered the fortuitous art of hitting the ball into the ball and it's spinning past the goalkeeper promising situation this year Yeah, very promising and a great start again for the mm. second half, you know, on the front foot yet again It's a three-man wall Who would you go for, Mark? Um, Young or O'Connor? I think... Young Maybe Howard, a, yeah, yeah, in well, swinger. He's the right-footed option. Yeah, it's a four-man wall with a gap. I don't know. If to, I'm not quite sure what Rutherford is doing on the edge of it. O'Connor steps up and he kills it round the wall into side netting. That was a beautiful free kick. That if he just taken a tiny bit off it, he'd have scored a brilliant goal. He curved it spectacularly right round the, the wall, didn't he? He did. He did. Well, I, I don't understand why Rutherford was. Well, he did eventually join the wall. If he hadn't have been there and O'Connor could have started her off a foot to the right, he'd have scored. That was a lovely curver. It was a great curl on that ball, but yeah, foot off, wasn't he? Brilliant strike that. Into the side netting. So both he and Young have hit the ball into the side netting, trying to score really close. As Howard knocks it long, ooh, that, that pitch is hard. It bounces over McFadden and over Palmer. Like one of those rubber super balls that you bounced on the floor and they fly up in the air. The end that Wrexham are attacking now really looks hard. And that's because it's hard. <laughs> Camp throws it straight down the line. Did it even come in? No, it's going to be a Wrexham throwing. Ah, well. Came in and out again, I think, Mark. And Tozer's going to take it and sling it down the line. As uh, There's some really good questions on Ask Wrexham, general questions, which I, I'd love to get to. They'll go on the Ask Wrexham podcast if I don't get a chance. I'm loving doing those Ask Wrexham podcasts. I really enjoy them. I went down to do it uh, the other less weeks. I thought about 20 minutes job. Still talking an hour later. Maybe that's my feeling as well. Huge kick by Howard and McConnell has to come wide of his penalty area to smash it deep into Wrexham territory for the throw. Incredible touch by Hayden to control it. It had crossed the line. Easterly opportunistically trying to argue that it hadn't. <laughs> throw into Wrexham 10 yards short of the halfway line. Tozer comes across because he wrote of distance. Steals a lot of yards as well steps up and hurls it down the flank looking for Palmer goes beyond him spins loose Palmer uses strength well to help it's on though and now it's Mullen by the corner flag and Wrexham win another corner it, it's not just the quality of our play we're, we're, we're really hassling the, the Eastleigh yeah, defence who look uncomfortable don't they exactly the words I was going to say Mark we're actually hassling and knocking any time on the ball whatsoever they haven't got a moment's rest no, no. it's like having a team of Paul Rutherford's <laughs> away swinger 
talking about Paul Rutherford, he's on a guest speaker on uh, Tuesday. Oh, is he? Oh, wow, yeah, brilliant. Young sweeps a good ball in, headed away by Weissel to the edge of Lee's after this. And he does really well. No, I thought he referee. did well there to help it on. I mean, Eastley are mobbing the referee now to try and get Lee into trouble. Yeah, get a yellow card. I didn't think it was a foul. No, I didn't think it was a foul. Bertol's a big target man. He came sprinting out, and Lee was just aggressive in trying to get to the ball in terms of being direct and running for it. Yeah. Beat him to it. There was a collision. The ref's bringing the physio on now. Whitehall's holding his head. Um, the, a couple of Eastley players left the crowd around the referee, having seen that the ref wasn't interested in punishing Lee correctly, and and ran across to Lee to try and provoke him into responding. And well, a bit like Whitehall did when he got Fifield sent off last Saturday. Uh, Lee walked away from them, but... I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's getting cheated, Whitehall. The referee clearly didn't call the physio on for quite a while, which implied he thought he was putting it on, I don't know. Well, it's called his bluff, isn't it? He's the yeah. referee's, if you're that badly injured, being on the, and you're going to have to go off the pitch. Well, he's sat up now. Let's see how it could, let's see what happens. Anyway, it's a free kick to Eastie on the edge of their area. The thumbs up to the bench because he's fine. Yes. I kind of thought that might have been the case. Chance to discuss. Um, Here's an appropriate question. Ryan asks, do you think football would benefit from being able to stop the clock during the game instead of adding extra time at the end of the half? It would get rid of players' time-wasting. Whitehall, by the way, is now up and ready to resume and would alleviate the ambiguity with the amount of injury time added. I have a, any thoughts on that, Neil? I, It'd be a bit like the, the rugby then, wouldn't it? But, yeah. Um, swings and rounds works, I think, Mark. Yeah. I mean, they're adding on time for the time-wasting, so it, it's... Whether you stop the clock when when something happens, it, it would be exactly the same. You know, the game is still continuing for the same length of period. Yeah, easily restart. It's headed away. I'll, I'll, I'll throw my six pennies in a minute. Camp gets rid of it twice. The second time, spectacularly, it goes through the Howard. The thing is, you often get only me. Ooh, hang on. Howard's spotted something and he's gone for an early kick. Well, it's dropping in the air. Magoma gets rid of it as Mullen falls to the ground, claiming he was fouled. Wrexham have got the ball back. Oh, unlucky McFadden can't quite keep it in as Wrexham tried to get it forwards quickly. I mean, often games only have 25 minutes, 30 minutes playing time in a yeah. half. Mm -hmm. And as we've seen in this World Cup, the referees have tried to address this by adding more added time on, and people don't like it. You know, they add yeah, 10 minutes on, think, no, where, people don't like it. 10 minutes come yeah. from? Yeah, exactly. Now, they're, they're right, and sometimes I get frustrated when there's not enough time added on. Is that because, like, we throw-ins take so long to get, yeah, yeah. To get going, you know, in the exactly. corners? Yeah, Um some refs just seem reluctant Ooh, to. Oh, well, was well bound back by Young. It was right, fouled. Referee's going to play an advantage this time. And Palmer plays the Mullen left side of the box. He's forced wide. He's got Lee in support. Has the ref now? Oh, he's offside. Yeah. Well, was there enough time then to go back and give Young the free kick? I think the ref's saying you weren't fouled, actually, which I think he was. But anyway, uh, we've got a replay on the monitor and the replay is of Luke Young on the floor. <laughs> so didn't tell us much. Um... You would get if you genuinely stop the clock. What, you every would, time there's a goal kick. Every it? time, I, well, look at this. We, do, we had no <laughs> football in the last minute. Now, yeah, maybe the that, game would go on forever, Mark. That that would be the problem. I think. I don't think. I think people wouldn't like it if they saw it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. um, and you know, the, the ten, twelve minutes rest of on the World Cup hasn't gone down well. Also, like a lot of things, they bring in initiatives as easily restart on a 
trying to bring the ball down the Wrexham half. Oh, Cissé, brilliant turn, gets past Mullen. But Wrexham have got lots of bodies round the ball, putting pressure on. Oh, they managed to poke it inside to Rutherford, who helps it on again. Shooting opportunity, perhaps. It's squared by McQuillan. Whitehall now, the target man, works it wide. Space for Carter to cross. He sets himself and heads it straight against McFadden for the corner. Promise for Eastleigh, but Wrexham were really... Feisty fighting for the ball there. Changing numbers, didn't we? Yeah, and we didn't give them time, did we? We, no. we didn't have a deep line either, so it was congested, very congested. Wrexham looked organised in defence under pressure there. He used the corner, though, an in swinger from Kelly. He used signals left handed. Sweeps it into the near post, headed towards goal is wide. Cissé went to ground, tried to flick it on. It's a goal kick. Easley is shouting for the corner. It's hard to see how that would be a corner, I've got to be honest. Which comes to the other point which Ryan made, actually, which is why I mentioned this earlier. Why do players gesture and shout at the ref whenever they think a foul's occurred? Isn't the ref in charge? He will blow his whistle if he thinks a foul has happened. Well, Ryan, pressure, isn't it? Putting pressure on the referee to agree with you, you, don't, you know. And there are some weak referees and some yeah. strong referees. Yeah, exactly. As Palmer does brilliantly to flick it onto Mullen, he helps on Lee's in space now. McFadden's a marked outside him, Lee hits it oh. wide. Oh, it was close. That should be number three, Mark. It was a chance, wasn't it? And <coughs> should he have passed to McFadden? Do you think? Well, unfortunately, McFadden hasn't scored yet this season, True. but that could have been his chance <laughs> to open his scoring. But uh, Lee should have done better from there. He, he had the time, he had the space. And he just hits it past the post. He drilled it. He carried yeah. this at the edge of the box. McFadden was an inch of space. Down. Yeah. Again, they backed off him. And he hit it well. And it scraped the post. The back pass. Awkward one to McConnell as well to drive it away. But Wrexham have it again high up the pitch. Good work by Mullen holding it up. Shielding Lee it. Again. Finding Lee again going in the middle. This time he plays McFadden on the left. He's got bodies in the box. Pulls it back off his man and wins a throw in. Tozer will fancy that. Yeah, putting pressure on the ref, Ryan, is the main reason, isn't it? Yeah, you yeah. might put the pressure on then, or you might put pressure on him in future. I mean, it's good you've asked this question now, because like I said, I think Eastleigh have quite a an organised plan of pressuring refs, and have done for a few years. Um, and it just builds up and builds up. And this referee so far has been strong. Other referees crack a bit. So I think that, yeah. that controversial game you mentioned pre-match when Fence was sent off, the ref deteriorated. As Toza slings it in, oh, it's volleyed away. Got past the, the near post. And now it's Rutherford. Oh, good work to dispossess him by Young. Feeds it back to the halfway line. McFadgen clips it forwards. Poor pass. Intercepted. Oh, miscontrolled by Langston. Wrexham win it back. Palmer has to go back to the halfway line. But Wrexham again are looking lively in the second half. Ten minutes into the second half. Wrexham 2-0 up and deservedly so and the side will look more likely to add another goal to the game as McFadgen has it now on the halfway line left hand side little give and go Lee is going to go backwards instead and then turns neatly and clips it down the line and wins a throw in I mean I, was, I, I think I may have mentioned this before so I apologise but Gary Bennett Wrexham's legendary goal scorer in the 90s was a cynical chap he'd do whatever he could to get, take advantage and we had a derelict stand where the macaron stand is as Wrexham pump it forwards, that's a poor ball for it, will go through to the keeper. Uh, and so I was commentating on a gantry, a temporary gantry uh, platform put in front of the derelict stand, which meant there was no crowd near me, and I could hear everything that was being said on the pitch. And Bennett, who was the ball's knocked over the top, Hayden is quickly across, that's good work by Hayden, he's under pressure now by the corner flag, knocks it off his man, I think it bounced back off Hayden though, yeah, corner. Yeah, it did. Yeah, Bennett was a, a genius 
at coming across and putting pressure on the linesman. He'd be given offside and he'd come across and he wouldn't say enough to get in trouble, but he'd say enough to put doubt in the linesman's mind, saying that was never offside, you were wrong, you were wrong. And I could hear every word because I was standing on a platform just above their heads. And it was brilliant. And ultimately, the linesman would crack and give him an offside decision. He'd say, oh, I'll leave my flag down and Bennett would go through and score. In swinging corner, then puts it in the near post. Good header up in the air by Tunnicliffe, who missed clearance but on the edge of the box. But Mullen at the second attempt gets it away. And it's now Langston, I beg your pardon, uh, Camp squaring it in his own area. Long ball, big diagonal, looking on the flank. And a mistake by Mullen. No, it's not McFadden's done fine. I thought he'd miscontrolled that, but he was okay. Under pressure from Carter, he did very well, actually. His clearance isn't the best, minds. McQuillan clips it into the edge of the box. Rutherford dispossessed easily. And now it's Lee holding it up on the edge of the box and working it back to Howard to tidy up a little spell of pressure, which didn't really lead to anything significant. Miscontrolled by Camp. He's lucky Rexon did not play us up there. Yeah, it's a shame Palmer couldn't have utilised that. I mean, I suppose, thinking about that point about arguing, there's emotion as well. Just you're angry, yeah, yeah. you're upset, you feel the ref's made a mistake. But a lot of it is cynicism too. Great as pressure again by Wrexham. Yeah, Hill puts the ball out for a throw in the Eastley half. Wrexham through Ford and Palmer just put a lot of pressure on him. He ran backwards and ultimately just poked her off the pitch. That's good work by Wrexham to win the ball back like that. And now they're working it around at the back. Toza sets himself and clips it down the flank. That's an accurate. Headed away comfortably by Kelly. Brought down by Hill, but he's crowded out by a combination of O'Connor and Young and Wrexham have it again. Yeah, we seem very composed on the ball today, Mark, yeah. don't we? Absolutely. It's it's looking really good, there's And we've got Cannon to add to the mix in terms of moving the ball around too, as Hayden lifts it over the top. It's a testing ball, but Langston will get there ahead of Mullen. Mullen's putting him under pressure again, though, and it's a throw into Wrexham well in Toza territory again. There's Mullen, nothing's dropped for him that well, really, but he's worked ever so hard, hasn't he? Wrexham take a quick throw. Ford. And... Is, has poked it down the line the ball comes in the air post Palmer just beaten to it by the keeper flag goes up Why? is that a foul against Palmer it can't be he maybe he's given offside but I think he's flagging the foul rather than signalling offside by pointing forwards onto the bench I think that would be exceptionally harsh on Palmer would it the keeper for me hasn't got control of the ball anyway no. free kick it was given not offside it's a long clearance by McConnell flicked on well by Whitehall but that'll go straight through to Howard one last thing about putting pressure on refs as well I remember Dean Keats talking about this saying you know because he'd always be arguing with the fourth official and I said to him well what is the benefit of that because the fourth official can't make decisions on the bench and he said well the the point is he's got a headset on the referee can can hear hear everything he's saying the ref and the linesman can hear everything I say huge kick by Howard again Palmer flicks it on Mullen again is sprinting after it he'd be beaten to it by Kelly Again, he, he puts pressure on Kelly and forces it to give it away. Lee pops it quickly down the line to Ford. Mullen now works it inside nicely. Palmer in the corner of the box tries to defy Langston. Langston did really well to keep tight to him. It was good strength by Langston. And he's put it out for a throw-in again into the territory if the centre-back wants to venture forwards. And I think he is, yeah, Ford. He is. Toza calling him off. Poor Ford. Hayden and Toza between them are conspiring to make sure he never takes a throw-in. There's some... Far Eastern gambling syndicate involvement here, I think. I'm joking. I'm joking, everybody. You can imagine that headline in the Daily yeah, yeah. Mail. Mm-hmm. Toza now. Hasn't got much room, but he steps up and slings it to the near post. Flicked on nicely, and it's brought down by Palmer. The touch let him down. It's cleared. 
It's quite a casual touch by Palmer, that well, wasn't it? As if you expected the whistle to go. By, um, yeah, Lee with a Lee. lovely hooked pass and Wrexham with another throw in a little bit further out. Toza has a ball in his hands. Looks like he's going to take it. He's stolen a few yards first and then throws it in short, but we know that we can oh, profit from that. Lovely return ball by Lee. Toza with a good cross. No, oh. McConnell took it really well. Hayden had lost his man and was attacking <laughs> the far post, but McConnell attacked it well and took it cleanly. And he bowls it quickly out to camp. 61st minute. Wrexham 2-0 up and deservedly so. But this game's not dead yet. As Eastley spread to the left. Although they have a very little threat up front. That's got to be said. They will spread over to the right hand side. And Wrexham again have got players behind the ball. Shmuley asked a question and asked Wrexham about whether you'd need... Uh, a VPN as Wrexham win the ball back in the halfway line to watch the stream well I, I assume not I assume you're all watching it overseas as Palmer battles it would be really sneaky Palmer's penalised again to, to do that to us having finally given us streaming I think that would be I think that would be a bit of a how can I put it snub to us so interested to see what the viewing figures will be for watching this first live stream yeah somebody else asked that and I don't think we'll get anything like that which is a shame because those sort of demographics would be fascinating mm -hmm. but I, I don't think we get that I'm assuming Easter get all the, the monies from the streaming for this game yes that's right isn't well some of it it's all split up isn't it Wrexham's model was that we'd stream games as Easter come forward down the left but and managed to pick out Hill who's been less threatening as the game's gone on. They've gone backwards again. Wrexham have got good shape here, and Eastley's probing isn't getting them anywhere. Yeah, the, the, the Wrexham's model was that when we streamed games, we'd give all the money away. And mm -hmm. um, the National League's model is that they keep some of it, and other clubs, some money is given to their home team, and some money is put into a central pot, and it's not necessarily what clubs wanted. As here's Hayden now driving through the middle. He squares it on. Tony Cliff helps it to uh, McFadgen. Wrexham being patient. On the left-hand side, Tunnicliffe clips it over the top, and Palmer's done well to chase that into out and keep it in by the corner flag. He's dragged McGomer out with him. Ball back to Lee. Lee has got McFadgen making a move inside. He draws a man to him, then lets Palmer have it, and Palmer's got a little bit of space, drives onto the goal line, drills in the cross, easily blocked by McGomer, and smashed away. Hayden with a powerful header back towards the edge of the area, cleared, though, by Kelly Hill. Forced into his own half as Wrexham again put some pressure on the ball. Kelly's able to bring it out. Threads a neat little pass down the line. Hill pops it backwards. Carter over the top. That's a nice idea. Can Hill keep this in? He does on the left-hand side. He's taking on Ford. Players getting into the box for him. Can he deliver? He's got McQuillan <coughs> screaming for the edge of the air. He pulls back for Cissé. He finds McQuillan. 25 yards out. He spreads it to the right. Chance for a cross for Camp. He plays a little give and go inside to Rutherford. Rutherford gives it back to him. Cross comes into the far post. Too much on that. But Ford can't take any chances. Wow. Heads it behind for the corner. As um, Should have been shouting to Ford then to say leave it and let it go out. Because he was going, yeah. he was going out for a goal kick. It was an uh, overhead cross, wasn't it, by Camp? Mm -hmm. Swept in. May have taken a slight deflection, actually. I think it would have been kept in at the far post, out on the flank, maybe. So, certainly Ford didn't take any chances. Rexplay goes down in a heap, and Whitehall goes up and heads well over the bar. Well, if no foul was given to Rexham, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah, there was a lot of barging around. Whitehall headed it way over. Um, we're talking about 
Town and City and Brandt says thanks to the discussion of town versus city in the US cities are incorporated and maintain their own police public services non-cities here like your towns villages hamlets share county services with the non-incorporated communities I, I don't think that's nothing the case changes. I don't think anything yeah, really changes, changes with now. us except we're a city now it's all done through county yeah and everyone still says town centre yeah. um, I mean the thing is I suppose if we're going to go down that road Wrexham used to be part of Clwyd which essentially was the north east corner of Wales yeah. mm-hmm. and that was split into three counties and traditionally Flintshire, Denbyshire and Wrexham yeah that's Wrexham what it is Borough. now isn't it there's a huge clearance by Howard nearly goes through to Mullen so in a way Wrexham is its own county but that that's nothing to do with being a city or a town and that includes the, the outlying towns Wrexham is a, 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 a smallish city smallish 80,000 plus yeah roughly. but we have a lot of satellite towns around us so yeah. in that respect population's you know, a bit bigger, and the county is that the town and the the, the city, you should oh, say, referee. and the towns around it. As Hayden knocks it forwards, and youngest fouled in the air again. I think it was throwing, throwing, throwing forward about fifteen yards into the Wrexham half. So He's still smiling because is he going to have the throwing? Yeah. Well, the Eastley manager had a w- had words with with Ford of something or other. Ford turned around and smiled at him. And now Brennan's having a pop at the ref. He wants to bring a sub on, but the referee, I think, is saying the throw-in's being taken first. And, oh, it's sloppy from Eastley. Is, it's given back to Ford, who drives down the right-hand side and sweeps across in. There's too much on that, though. And it goes on for the goal kick. They were slack there, how they, they didn't cover Ford and allowed him to burst down the line. Not that Rexman complaining. Yeah, Eastley going to make a double substitution. Hill's going to come off. And Vincent Harper, is that going to come on? He's a more defensive player, certainly, than Hill wide player not in the sense of I'm wide I mean I am wide let's be honest but uh, <laughs> but very much a goalkeeper uh, is he allowing the subs to happen surely he's got to yeah so Harper yeah, comes yeah. on for Ryan Hill and then the other change we'll see the man who scored last week Tristan Abrams replace young Rutherford who frankly hasn't made any impact and has looked like a young lad who's been knocked off the ball easily so let's see What's uh, we've got on here then? Justin's got, uh, saying about the clock, and he's saying he could use the clock stoppage to sink us to the game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Long goal kick taken. Helped on by Carter as well to jump up and head it on again, actually. But McFadden will feed it back to Howards. 24 minutes left. Wrexham just need to make sure nothing goes wrong here to make the end of the game nervous as easily have the ball 30 yards out but Quillen gives it away rather carelessly back healing it to Lee and Tunnicliffe gets his laces through a clearance which Palmer jumps for and McGoma's done well to win that Cissé keeps it in Wrexham putting pressure on <laughs> camp but quite wild pressure by Mullen who left to block a clearance that never came and Eastley have switched it across was circulating the ball across their back four and then put it straight out to play anyway. Throw to Wrexham to show the halfway line. Wasted energy again by Mullen, mm. I'm sorry. And now is it Whitehall's gone down <coughs> off the ball. <coughs> and Eastley might be forced into yet another uh, change. Drew Godley is trying to Carter. sink our commentary car to bring it back into the World Cup matches, which sounds like a fine idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as uh, Ryan Gay rightly talking about the defence from Wrexham's back, uh, back four, back three rather. Yeah, Wrexham have... Since Tunnicliffe's come in, not a comment on Clueth, who's, no. who did brilliantly, yeah. but Tunnicliffe coming in means Seems you've got three hard bitten, yeah. Yeah. three strong, hard-bitten centre-backs. Carter's going to be OK to continue, according to his physio, although he's, he's, he's limping up and down like old man Steptoe. <laughs> he looks the right mess, but nonetheless, he's going to carry on. Um, 
He's hobbling off the pitch with uh, the jaunty walk of a pearly king. <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> anyway, apparently he's going to carry on. I'm not sure if he's convinced of that. Uh, Wrexham will always be known as a town to me, Mark. You know, we always shouted, come on the town. You yeah, know, that's true. Always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not the same. You can't say, come on the city, can you? Uh, it doesn't come naturally. No. No, that's true. No. Although, <laughs> I seem to be the generation that, that missed out on the town thing. I know that just before I was watching Wrexham, that's in the mid-70s, you have the town on the front of the programme. Yeah. But I, I, I don't recall anyone doing that. It's a throw and taken, and Palmer's done really well, bursting down the right. He's tackled up, and the ball's smashed away by Kelly. Carter's back on the pitch as Hayden beats Whitehall, who again goes down holding his head, and again, oh, that forces the ref to stop play, and... Wrexham are not happy about that they feel there's something cynical going on and I've got to say Whitehall's immediately up moaning and the referee think why did I stop the game yeah exactly I mean for me the referee now would put doubt in his mind next to you to think and say oh I'm not going to stop it because he's only play acting and And that's what he should be doing going back to Ryan's point about players complaining about everything you see I'm generally I'm okay with it because I think it shows you want to win the game and if you have to win by nefarious manner maybe not that worried about it as the game's restarted and Wrexham knock it long but with things like head injuries it does annoy me because you go down pretending to have a head injury you put the the thought in the referee that okay this is all fake and then if someone gets a genuine head injury understandably for me the referee might not stop play because he's sick of people taking the mick out of him yeah and somebody could get hurt and the referee would get blamed and I don't think that's fair no. so anyway that's my rant no, over this head injury rule now we've got to stop the game mm. I mean we've seen it here at the race course where players utilise that because they go down pretend to have a head injury yeah. and the ref has to stop the game yeah and, and you know I mean the ref's got no option there and, and it's right to stop the game if yeah, there's a head is. injury yeah, yeah. but you shouldn't be asking the referee to make a decision about whether it's fake or not I feel that professionals should be Honest we're, enough, we're looking after each other here because it could be my mate or me who gets a serious head injury. Yeah. So let, let's let's have a head injury fakes off the agenda. Anything else, fine. Bend the rules, do whatever, but pretend to have a head injury to me well, is, is low. It I is think. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, because well, well, the referee's got to stop the game. Yeah. We stopped anyway. We, 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 uh, nothing happened then. So Howard's got the ball. Whitehall's right next to him, complaining he's had the ball for too long. But no, he didn't pick it up. Yeah, exactly. And, and Whitehall ran yeah. back to make him pick it up, and he's gone and picked it up. And the truth of the matter is, and Mike the ref could maybe have a comment on this. He's made an excellent comment a moment ago, which I'll, I'll read to you in a second. That will chill your bones. Um, is as Howard puts it out for a throw, is that if you, for me, if a striker stands on the goalkeeper, then the goalkeeper is entitled to hang on to it because the striker's impeding him. So yes. referees don't tend to penalise referee goalkeepers for holding onto the ball because if a striker is standing by him, stopping him from getting his natural run-up in, then I think the goalie's entitled to hang onto it as Howard knocks it long, straight onto the head of Camp, and it's clear. So McFadden gets a good head to it, though, and Lee chest get, receives a lovely Great chest down from, from Mullen Molly. and plays a cute return pass to McFadden into space on the flank. Mullen plays him in nicely. McFadden now hits the goal line. Can he deliver? He wins a corner. No, no, he doesn't. It bounced back off him. The moment he put his hand up, I thought, why is he appealing? I realised yeah, he's trying to fool the ref, isn't he? Goal kick taken quickly by McConnell. He should have hit that in an earlier mark. I think so, yeah, yeah. Camp did well to stick with him, didn't he? Yeah. But uh, O'Connor makes an interception, but the ball runs away from him. Vincent's gone up on the left-hand side. Like I said, he's usually a wing-back, but they're playing as a winger here. As Eastley break down the right, but then it run into a red wall. Rex have got their shape quickly. 
and as a result they've gone back into their own half. And Mike the Raf's concern, this scares me, my concern here is, oh hang on, there's a breakdown on the left hand side which is snuffed out swiftly by Hayden. Can Wrexham break here? Young pops it backwards and Ford clips it down the flank looking for Palmer Palmer accelerates past his man is pulled oh, down well that's got to be a card, be yellow card. I mean that was so cynical Langston hang on has he been booked Langston I don't think so he's had the yellow yep I'm just getting, trying to get my notes up no he hasn't so that's the fifth Eastie player by my reckoning booked and again, how he argues against that. He's the one who, and look at that. You've got Kelly throwing the ball angrily and two Eastley players in the refs faced in. They were an ugly team, I've got to say. How I mean, can how you not, can argue about that? There's no way because Palmer had the run on him, you know, and all yeah. he could do, he had to pull him back. He, Palmer yeah. was going to be away. Palmer made a little bit of contact with him as he was getting past him but to be fair I think he had to to get to, to run past him that's the guy of course Langston who should have been Bucks we thought in the first half of pulling Palmer back down when he broke down the right yeah. flank still two Eastley players are moaning at the referee it, it beggars belief but at the, it's now the point Vincent's really going for it. it it comes to the point Eastley made another sub by the way Carter has come off eventually the player who's getting cheated a moment ago it comes to the point where they're wasting their own time here because yeah. the ref's unlikely to put this time back on yeah um, yeah, Mike's concern was that Eastley will now try and tell the ref the pitch is too hard and the game needs to be abandoned. It's a dirty tactic this team could use. I think that's true. I think that's very well, true. Surely both both managers are going to agree to that. Are both teams going to agree no, to that? No, referees. Referees doesn't. Referee yeah. says the pitch but is what, on fast. 70 minutes to go. Well, I mean, I hope that would, that would come into his thinking, you'd hope. Yeah. It doesn't look that bad at the moment, I would no. hope, anyway. No. But yeah, I'm sure Mike's right and they'll try that. As young signals, Alfie Lloyd's come that, on. That would be a real swept in dangerously, way. but no, actually, I see the word dangerously being misused by me there. I apologise to any compilers of dictionaries and lexicographers. Connor's free there, going. Rex have got the second ball, and O'Connor floats into the far post dangerously, and it's headed behind by Tunnicliffe. I'm not going to. Re I'm not going to withdraw that dangerously. That was a good ball in by Lee. Was O'Connor rather bit too deep? Yeah. Second half's had less action because I think Wrexham have looked to just control the pace of the game a bit more rather than go at Eastley. Yeah, definitely you so. Know? Game management's <coughs> just making sure you get the win. Yeah, we've got a big game here at the race course on Tuesday mm. night. Um, Kilted Fussy fans got a bunch. Yes, Chesterfield on Tuesday, huge game. Hayden, who's had a quietly impressive game at the back, gets across and heads the ball clear. Right, Has a free kick been given? Kick. Yeah. <laughs> to Wrexham it looks like, looks like to Wrexham, yeah. and uh, Vincent sprints across the pitch to retrieve the ball to try and make Wrexham take it quicker 15 um, minutes left Kilted fo Footy fan was talking about paying for a daily pass for the streams he said I thought there was something about no charge for us foreigners though am I remembering incorrectly um, I th what it was Kilted Footy fan was that was what Wrexham were offering Wrexham was saying because there was no streaming they would stream and they might do something like that but the National League wouldn't give permission long clearance to Palmer he takes it well on the chest it's hacked away by Magoma Again, all the Eastern defence led by Magoma shouting that it's a goal kick. throw to them but it's clearly to Wrexham it's just that attempt to accumulate pressure but the ref's not falling for it he's so far been excellent Toes will take the long throw and although he trots across not to get in trouble for time wasting he's not in a huge hurry no it's not a mark <laughs> yeah. is it in front of comfortable the, yeah absolutely he's in front of the excellent Wrexham following of about 700 it's a long trip good four hours down to Eastleigh and in this yeah, weather it's not a direct not nice. either, is it no 
Toza with the near post throwing headed away well to the edge of the area O'Connor wins it back Lee hits it oh, what a save what a save, what a save. Oh, that, that strike by Lee was as good as his goal. What a save. In the top corner, and the keeper just oh. got his fingertips through yeah, to push yeah. it over the bar. Unlucky Lee. Again, Toza's long throw creates the loose ball. O'Connor managed to fight for it, and Lee with a snap volley. It was a brilliant. How he kept that down, his technique's brilliant. And the keeper must have been unsighted. An amazing tip over. Brilliant save. Again, it was just that vicious dipping shot, wasn't it? Yeah. How he does that, I don't know. He gets top spin on it and it just dips over. Goes over the keeper and dips, but McConnell made a brilliant save. Here's another corner then. Young sweeps it in, headed away firmly. Won back well by Lee on the right side of the box. He drills it in the goal mouth. Oh, oh and it's just wide. Mullen lunging in at the far post. An open goal, but it was a really difficult finish. He had to lunge in for it. Just a little bit too much pace on it. He couldn't get to it yeah. in time. He was outside of the posts. If he'd just been inside of the post, he yeah. could have got any touch and knocked it in. But ah, oh, just wide of an open goal. But you can't criticise him for that. It was no. going at pace. Lee again, oh brilliant! He won that ball so well. And an easy player going down again, <laughs> yet again. Yeah, yeah. I think it was challenge. Ford actually at the far post. It was, I think, not not Mullen. I think who could have scored was unlucky. The Easley player. Nothing wrong with it's just, well, I mean, there's no point in pretending. The physio's on. There's no point in pretending now, is there? Kelly, the left back, because go they're off. losing 2 0. You'll have to leave the pitch because there was no foul. It just almost seem ingrained to be doing this sort of thing, as if putting pressure on the ref in this way will somehow. It's part of their training. Seems to be, doesn't it? It's strange. It was, there was a physical collision, to be fair, but. Um, yeah. It was just a football collision, Mark. It was yeah, no, it's no definitely heads. no foul. There's no heads. Yeah. Seemed to be a, a, a perhaps a little bit of a desire to Southern maybe softies, try and win a free kick rather than so yeah. Southern softies. Oh, say. I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. As McFadden, an orthodox but effective interception, who's off balance and managed to sneak out his left leg and just get something on it. His balls with Abrams, the substitute who said he scored last week from a penalty. Easily again come up against a well-organised defensive medium block from Wrexham and it's lofted in by Cissé good work to get it clear by Ford to sneak in his leg around Vincent and Wrexham thump it away and Palmer he's been an increasing threat using his bulk his shirt being pulled all over the place by Langston as holds it up well on finds O'Connor it's really crowded all really adjacent in there but Wrexham managed to keep the ball well Palmer going backwards Ford pops a good pass now inside and a chance for O'Connor who drives forwards and plays non-characteristically sloppy pass but the challenge of Abrams deflected to McFadgen who feeds Lee round the back left hand side taking on his man McFadgen on the overlap leaves him as a decoy Lee was to do it on his own and he stands across up and wins a corner some fans are loving that aren't they they are yeah but you know Again, he could have put that ball in a lot earlier, but you know they've got tall defenders in there. You know we we seem to be scoring from when we've got space, and we're not scoring anything from set pieces. But uh, maybe it'll happen this time. Well, I think Lee just wants to tease, doesn't he? Just wants to take people on. If he hasn't beaten someone, he doesn't feel satisfied. Young and with the corner, he and Lee made a little pantomime of deciding who would take it, which wasted another twenty or so seconds. So Young. Sweeps it in beyond the far post, attacked by Hayden, but just wide. That was a good ball in, and Hayden got his trademark run and jump at it. Quick goal kick, nearly intercepted by Mullen, but Eastley now clip it down the flank, picking out Abrams, who holds her up and wins a throw in. It was a good delivery by Young, 
for that corner. Hayden just couldn't put it on target. Now here's Cissé poking towards the edge of the area. Good defending again by Hayden. Clears this to the halfway line. The ball spread to the right-hand side. Camp now. Not the Barcelona on the ground, just Camp now. <laughs> Works it backwards and it's swept across by Magoma inaccurately throwing to Wrexham. Wrexham are defending very well as a unit mark. They're all getting back behind the ball and, you know, Eastley've got nowhere to go with it. They haven't to go with this long ball over the top and, you know, 99% of the time they're inaccurate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they, 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 they've not been able to find the ingenuity to break down our defence, which all. has looked rock solid. Not at all. And so they're trying to play early diagonals and different... They're just trying to mix it up and none of it's working. Throw in taken. Palmer stretches, can't get to it. Mullen does, and he helps it on nicely to Palmer, who plays an immediate return ball down the right-hand side. Young holds it up. Back to Palmer. Mullen's in the middle. Palmer delivers early, and it's volleyed away by Magoma at the near post. Eastley clear it, and it's held up well by Abrams until he's tackled by O'Connor. And Wrexham now have got bodies behind the ball. Although, that's a nice pass, and on the right-hand side now is Abrams, who's running at Tunnicliffe, who gets... Well, he deserves a bit of luck, Tunnicliffe. Backpedalling, and the ball hits the back of his heel and bounces away. Now it's Lee from deep, trying to play a bit of a killer ball over the top. It's cleared. Hayden gets ahead to it. Now then, Palmer. It's a big second half. Spreads to the right-hand side to Ford. Stands it down the right flank, intercepted by Kelly. He was looking for Mullen. Kelly's got just about enough time to clear, but again, it's a poor clearance, and it's too much of that for Eastley. Yeah. Fullbacks get it, just pump it down the line straight to our fullbacks, and then we're quite happy. No sign of a change, which I think shows how big three points here would be. We've got a massive game on Tuesday, but uh, Parkinson wants to make sure we see this out. As the ball goes back to McConnell, and Mullins got close, but McConnell got away clear well. Firm header away again by Hayden, dominant in the air, Hayden, and fighting again against Whitehall. Does his best to foul Hayden. All he does is bounce off him. O'Connor spreads it to the left-hand side. And now McFadgen is carrying it over the halfway line. He's got a man inside, and he finds Lee again. It's lovely. Just turns away from his man so cutely. Palmer turns well to his pass for McFadgen. Just under hits was McFadgen caught. No. The referee, I can 50-50 yeah, call that, I think, to be fair. And Eastley have it at the back. Seven and a half minutes plus added time left at this, thus far, extremely impressive Wrexham performance. Ball over the top, though. Something for Abrahams to chase. There's a collision off the ball. The referee has given it, has he? Okay. That may be a little harsh. Ford coming back, trying to recover. Yeah, Clipped Vincent. He's bucking him as well. He's bucking him. Wow, not right. I thought the foul was a little harsh. It looked like it could have been accidental. I thought it was accidental. I mean, I've got to say, if that was deliberate, then before well, I don't know, I, I, I'd be surprised if that was accidental. I was deliberate myself, but anyway, the ref has bucked him. And to be fair, we've said we want a strong ref, so yep. if, he, if that's his judgment, that's his judgment. That's obviously what he saw. Yeah, we're going to get a replay of it now. Ford sprinting forwards and he's pushed him. Yeah, is that a card? I mean, the player's not going to get to the ball. Anyway, all right, it's judgment. Judgment call. It's not a scandal. Free kick on the left, though, and if Eastley can profit from this, of course, we suddenly have a nervous end to what has been a comprehensive performance. Don't go there, Mark. Um, I hope not to go there. <laughs> I don't want to be anywhere near there. Six Which minutes left. such a solid performance by Wrexham. So oh, far. yeah. So, Kelly with the free kick. 
puts it in flat to the near post. That's terrible. And volleyed Poor away easily. Kick, and now Mullen is trying to get up against the last ah. defender, and Vincent did well. Mullen tried to use his body to lean into him. Vincent took it from him. It's clipped over the top. And Howard's going to come out a long way on the right hand side and smash it away. Young went to ground. Again. And, did that. and now That's Mullen's dirty. taken out. That As the ball's in the air, and yeah. considering what Ford's just been booked for, I assume Vincent's going to get booked here, is yeah, he? he should be booked. Doesn't look like it. Eastley's manager again has had a running dialogue with the ref and is jabbing his finger towards Mullen and shouting at him. Free kick to Wrexham on the right flank. Will be in no rush to take this. He's lucky Vincent there, don't yeah. he? Um, actually, he is speaking to him now, belatedly. He's telling all the Avisley players to go away. They refuse, and they're, again, lots of accusing fingers. And Vincent tells Kelly to go away. It looks like it's just a talking to, doesn't it? Well, I think he's a little fortunate, Vincent. Very fortunate. He is a talking to. That's it, no yellow. Um, the other reason we might not be making changes, of course, could be that Parkinson intends to rotate for Tuesday's game. We did talk about the greater strength and depth we've got. Mm-hmm. I can understand that, but I would also argue... I wouldn't put a different team on them today, Mark. No, no. I can't. wouldn't. And I'd also not be keen to rotate after what happened the last time we rotated this season at Chesterfield. Free kick taken, Palmer flicks it on, and Tozer's off this, it's dug out, long throw, which Tozer, should he choose to, can put it in long. He's going to take it, it seems. Yeah, the one time he's rotated really was, was at County. Chesterfield, was tr- yeah, uh, Chesterfield. When we, and we didn't play well. That's yeah. a, by, by a huge distance, our worst performance of the season. Short throwing, Lee has it now. Tozer's in support, and he's made a nice run, which McFadgen has used. He might hit this. He does hit it. Keeper parries it, and it drops to a teammate. Ooh. Oh, it's won back by Wrexham, though. Mullen, good first touch. Foul's given to oh, Eastley. Oh, and he's in. Oh, he scored as well. Unlucky. Great goal as well. <laughs> what was the foul for, Ref? I didn't see a foul, I've got to be honest. No. But, you know, I do miss stuff. And Tozer's shot certainly would have counted. Yeah. Keeper parried it. It was a cute little move again, coming from a Wrexham. Tozer throw. As Eastleigh clear down the left-hand side. Good foot in again by Hayden. Like I say, it's, it's not the sort of performance you get a man of the match for, Hayden, I don't think. But the fact is, he's done ever so well. He's been just covering all sorts. As Alan Do- uh, Dolby is going to come on. And he's going to replace Ollie Palmer. So, 87th minute. Dolby will get <laughs> another nice long run out. Palmer has done ever so well in the second, yeah, the second half for me. Half he's been solid. Yeah, he's yeah. really troubled the centre backs. He's the referee hasn't given him much, but yeah. uh, he doesn't have, seem to get a lot in any of the games, does he? No, no that's true. <laughs> Throwing by Eastley then, headed away firmly by O'Connor, and Dolby's first touch tries to tee up Mullen, but he can't find him. So McQuillan squares this. Wrexham will force the ball back to the halfway line. Into the last three minutes now. And Camp plays the back pass. McConnell takes a touch. Hit long. Shows their lack of ideas, doesn't it? They have toiled to get through us, haven't they, really? O'Connor feeds it in to Mullen, holding her up well in midfield. Works it back to Lee. Still got a cynical, cynical challenge foul. by Whitehall. I'd like to see a yellow for that. It is going to get hit off. Yep. You know, they've got awful discipline, haven't they? They just they have. Lashes out and, and just kicks him. You know, despite they haven't made a chance or match, him and he ki- so we just so, yeah, so we ran past him, kicked yeah. him. So that is, by my reckoning, and I could have missed one. Six. You never know. Six Eastley players booked. And 
Every wow. one of them deserved it, Mark. There should have been another one. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's been at least a couple more. Vincent was very mm. lucky. Langston, who did get booked, should we thought have been booked in the first Definitely half. Definitely so, yeah. But, you know, I, I, I don't, uh, I'm not retracting my comments about them before the match. I think I've been vindicated, quite frankly. <laughs> anyway, Young with a free kick. Eastley were trying to push up to play offside. He stood, stands up and it's headed out of play and it is offside. So, Braxton don't care, because that's just taken another minute out of the game, the oh, yellow cards. And then and falling over. <laughs> the ball. <coughs> Never gets old, does it? No. The Connell with a free kick. They'll do well to argue the game should be kind of pulled off now, I reckon, with 90 seconds left. Cissé <laughs> <laughs> turns. Sacrilege, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as easily have it in their own half and Wrexham. Why start every game if you just think you can't finish it? Well, it can get worse, though, can't it? Yeah, but, uh, you know, it's, it's too late. Mark, it's only five o'clock in the evening, or quarter five or whatever. It's not, what's that, what's cold. it's not that cold <laughs> this time of day, you know? I was only kidding. I don't know. Really, we'd really do it. James Jones is going to get 57 seconds plus added time to make an impact on the game. Elliot Lee is coming off to superb uh, acknowledgement from the Wrexham fans because he has been terrific again his form at the moment in this withdrawn midfield role is sensational my is Mark why so late bring on a sub you know well waste a bit more time yeah like but they don't because they always add on 30 seconds for subs so. do they though <sighs> do they I, I'm not so sure sorry Mike if you're still listening balls worked back by Eastley again and Camp will try another of his long balls forwards. He's found a teammate there, which is a rarity, to be honest. And Abrams turns nicely, edge of the area. Tackle comes in. Great tackle from O'Connor. Abrams went down, but that was a beautifully oh, timed tackle. And then he hesitated and lost it, but McFadgen has stepped in, and now he's surging up the left-hand side. He's only at the strikers in support. He rather hits <laughs> Mullen, who does well to hold on to it. James Jones now on the left-hand side. Four added minutes. Wrexham sweep the ball into the box. Nagoma clever, headed down to to Cissé on the edge of his box little drag back and he works it wide and Eastley can try and break away themselves down the left Kelly feeding it forwards fed backwards by Abrams, Vincent Wrexham again have got those bodies behind the ball have got their shape, Ford is showing him out wide takes him pretty much onto the toes of Lloyd and Lloyd will have to go back to him again Vincent Trying to run now at Tozer, who jockeys him, and the cross comes in and to the edge six-yard box, headed away comfortably. It's picked up on the right-hand side by Camp, who pulls a sloppy ball backwards. And the little give-and-go is not used. It's worked wide to Camp, who sweeps to the far post dangerously, free-header back in the goal mouth, but it's not a good one, and the flag's gone up anyway for offside. offside. Sorry. Got the hiccups, I'm, Mark. No, I'm buffering. Um, buffering yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> so, Wrexham just survive a little bit of pressure as Eastley look for the we miracle. Did, we didn't look under pressure, though, Mark, did mm. we at all? We, we looked comfortable in our defence today. I mean, this has got to be one of our best away performances yeah. of the season, you know? Oh, absolutely. Comfortable, they've been solid. Yeah. Eastley have offered very little, considering they've been so good at home. I think Wrexham have done a, a, yeah. a tremendous job at Eastley today. As Howard knocks it long and <coughs> Dolby wins a good header but it's cleared toes a good strength helps it on and hit over the top by Young and Wrexham will pick it up with Mullen on the right he may head to oh, the corner of he won't have to head to the corner because Kelly just hits him free kick you wonder with some like that and Whitehall again Cissé right in the linesman's face when he kicked him 
Yeah. It's, it's just when you know that question it's Ryan asked about questioning decisions. Mm-hmm. Eastley are a team who will question everything, even when it's blatant. It seems like you know if you can't take tackle the ball, just kick him. It's just, yeah. I mean, th- there was no question of that. It was right in front of the linesman. See, still gets in the linesman's face, and they're still complaining about things. And they won't still, go back ten yards. Exactly. We're wasting their own time, Mark. Yeah. Now, I'd, I'd not. If I was an Eastley fan, I, I would I'd not be, be a happy. Bit, I yeah. wouldn't be enjoying this week in, week out, to be honest no. with you. Uh, I, I, it would get me down a bit. Rexham take the kick short because we're going to go into the corner flag here. Then knock it off the man, get another throw in instead. And no, <laughs> Young walks away from it and then thinks, oh, I suppose I'm, I'm taking it, it, am I? Or I'm holding it until someone else arrives. It's <laughs> a good way to get a yellow card. And he, okay, he is holding it until someone else arrives. Referee's not interested. I think the referee has been excellent today to yeah, be frank he's been a good referee exactly today, what Mark. you need Ford throws to the corner flag part it's held up by Dolby and the throwing goes in the end Eastley's way but it's chewed up a bit more of the clock Eastley have just never looked like scoring and, and, and no, we've got yeah. to remember this team's got the second best home record after us Yeah, this is a real banana skin and we it have was a banana skin yeah real brilliantly I think we've done tremendously oh. we've won it back now and we've got it in the corner flag again the ball will go for a throw to Eastley yeah, we've been just terrific. Yeah, this has been a fabulous performance. Whole team performance. Every yeah. player out there is giving hundred percent. As Magoma in his own area works it wide, <laughs> we're into the last thirty-five seconds now. Camp takes a risk and beats McFadden and goes driving through the middle. Fair play, but he's overhit his pass and Howard will come and claim that. That and should be the end of the game, Mark. Yeah, I thought pretty much, I'd have thought. Yeah. Yeah. Howard. Trots across again. Whitehall stands in his way, which I said I, I think sort of legitimises him taking more time out. And he hits an enormous kick, looking on the right-hand side. Young can't keep that in. It goes out of play for a throw, taken quickly by Eastley, but it's futile. We've now had the four added minutes as it's headed back inside by Abrams. Toza gets it away. Cisse tries to help it on a oh. deflection, nearly fell for Whitehall, but it will carry through to Howard who has had another straightforward clean sheet, frankly. Yeah, we are not letting many goals in at the moment. Howard doesn't have to kick it because there is the final whistle. An excellent, excellent performance on paper. This was a hell of a tough game on the frozen turf of Eastleigh, though. Frankly, it wasn't. Wrexham win 2-0 at Eastleigh. Two fine goals. Ben Toza with a brilliant opportunistic first-time strike from the left side of the box, ripping it over McConnell to give Wrexham a deserved lead in the first half and then in added time at the end of the first half Elliot Lee putting the the distance between Wrexham and the toothless Eastley side which really I think reflected the balance of play with a magnificent hit over the keeper dipping over him a brilliant goal Wrexham kept them at arm's length throughout the second half and had more chances to score as well McConnell made a, a fabulous save Late on, tipping the ball over the bar when Lee tried to repeat his fabulous goal from the first half. And, well, as the Wrexham players go across to applaud the 700-plus away fans, that was very impressive, wasn't it, Neil? Uh, totally impressive, Mark. I said to you, you know, I think it's one of the best performances mm. of the season away from home. And it's what they needed and what the fans needed to get, you know, we've got a tough game here on Tuesday. You know, they'll be up for the game on Tuesday and we'll be an invincible at home here in Wrexham. But... To go to Eastleigh, which I'd have, th- I'd have said at the beginning of the season was maybe our third or fourth tough, toughest away game to go to, and, and get a two-nil win, comfortable two-nil win. Um, you know, Eastleigh didn't have a, a sniff on goal virtually. He had one weak shot on goal. 
which held saved low down low uh, in the first half. Um, spectacular performance by Wrexham. Really chuffed. Can go out now and have a good night now and enjoy the rest of the weekend till Tuesday. Absolutely. Brilliant performance by Wrexham. Easley did have that shot that hit the bar, which came oh, yeah, yeah. so out of the blue. We didn't see it coming and we sort of forgot about it straight away as well. But Wrexham were, were dominant from the start. Really impressive and massively deserve the three points. Man of the match? Difficult, Mark. Very difficult. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't I, pick out one player, I don't think, maybe. Well, let me let me put it maybe. to you. Yeah. I think we've made Lee man of the match for the last two games, but for me, again, he was terrific. His work rate was excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He scored a wonderful goal. He'd have scored two wonderful goals if McConnell yeah, yeah. made a fine save. He would have done, yeah. Um, and although there were a lot of other plausible contenders, yeah. in the first half, Ford going forward caused real problems, and Hayden's hold-up play uh, for to set up Lee's goal, plus his defensive work, for me, I think maybe makes him the other player I'd consider... Young worked hard, or, or the whole midfield worked well as a unit. They I did, thought. yeah. O'Connor Palmer. came in well yeah. and, and you know fitted in for Jones, and he did a grand job as well. I mean, every yeah. every reckoned player did a, did a great job out there today. Palmer had a very good second half, I thought. <coughs> he <coughs> troubled the centre backs, um, but I probably go Lee myself. Yeah, yeah excellent. Smashing performance that by Wrexham, very enjoyable, and while not county just about held Oof. on well actually no, it's not over yet 88 minutes they're only winning 4-3 at Maidenhead now come on the Magpies oh, they're both Magpies aren't they yeah. oh it's the Magpie Derby mm. which Magpies will be the stronger bird yeah it would be nice for Maidenhead to equalise in the last minute <laughs> I'd love that I tell you what right okay I'm sounding like Kevin Egan I better stop now um, but what a fine performance by Wrexham the point is we've done our job and well that's County's problem whether they can finish off theirs with the final score of Eastleigh nil, Wrexham 2 we've been Mark Griffiths and Neil Williams from Wrexham AFC This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team